It's the South Florida Morning Show with Jennifer Ross and Bill Adams on News Talk 850 WFTL. Wonderful experience, you know. We got to get the job done, you know. We in the final four, we just got to go finish the job. Business as usual. It's another Wednesday, and uh, just like we've done the last five, six, eight Wednesdays, whatever the case, we're, we're ready to play a game. There you go. From the send off yesterday in Boca Raton, FAU Owls going to Houston. You heard from a player first, and then Coach Dusty May, who's doing a great job. Boy, I tell you what, you know what his biggest challenge is? Exactly what he said keeping the hype away from the kids. But how can <sighs> you? You know, it, it, it just take these kids, for example, all right? This would be like your daughter or son's Little League team going to the World Series. All of a sudden, the little team from Jupiter's in the World Series right. under the international eye of every reporter in the world. And that's what these guys are going through. You know, yeah, they've played big teams, but they haven't gotten this kind of recognition before. This is like craziness. This is like all of a sudden you went from, you know, you're a star at your college to you're a star in the world and everybody wants you. Now you got to start worrying about other things, predators, crazy people that want you because, you know, you could be worth a lot of money in the future. People want to scam you. you got to watch out for this kind of stuff. Even just family members. True. People harassing you, looking for tickets. Right. Most so, NFL teams, I know for sure, when it's Super Bowl time, they it's like a policy. Say, please, if you've got anybody in your family, whether it's a spouse or kids or an uncle or parents, please have them take care of all the ticket requests so you can focus. Yeah. They always say that. Otherwise, you're bombarded with yeah, stuff. It's it's And that's exactly what's happening to these kids. So now they're big, big stars, and you just got to keep them grounded. That's going to be tough because you can't tell me this, this this kind of attention isn't going to go to your head somewhere along the line. It has to. It's got to. You know? So hopefully they can keep their head in the game, as they say, and they will win on Saturday night. That's why I love that coach said business as usual. Good Try friend. as best you can to keep it to a normal schedule. I like that. Yeah. You know? Good for him. Hopefully. I, he seems like he's, he's got his act together, this Dusty May guy. So hopefully he can keep these kids grounded and they'll win on Saturday night and go to the finals. Awesome I think it'd be story. great. Love it. Love that. I think the world wants them to win, doesn't it? Uh, <clears throat> I think so. People love an underdog. Yeah, you know, you. What are the, what, the, according to Vegas, UConn's favorite, and I think uh, FAU's the least favorite. According to the Vegas odds yeah, makers, which makes so, sense. Which so you want the you know if you want the underdog to win, mm-hmm. that's the bet you make. You put five hundred bucks on them going to the finals and winning it all, and right. you probably win a ton of money. Right. You know. So have a good time. We got to find out now that his team is out. If Mattress Mac and Houston put any money on FAU, should be interesting Imagine. to see. It could he, be a big payoff. How much did he? How much did he lose? What did you say? Four point three million dollars or something? I think so on the Cougars. Oh my gosh, that's <laughs> nothing to him. Can, can you imagine, though, you could feasibly say, I lost $4.3 million yesterday, and it doesn't affect your bottom line? <laughs> that's that has nothing. That's crazy. He's moved on to baseball. That's crazy. Well, also in the state, how about this twist? Good evening, ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, dreamers of all ages. Well, it had been touted, and it was a big part of the book, in fact, DeSantis' new book uh, about taking on Disney and winning. Well... Oof. It was the final chapter hadn't been written, apparently. Well, you know what? And, and if you're on the uh, the DeSantis team, you better be looking for a new job today because how Disney pulled this off and no one knew about it, yeah. according to what Disney officials say, they were able to secure a new contract with the Reedy Creek District, all official. There were no sunshine laws broken. It was all done in the open public, and they worked out a new deal for 21 years after the death of the last survivor, the descendants of King Charles III. They put that in there? Yes, King of England. <laughs> wow. 
Okay, so uh, they're saying that uh, the board, basically, that uh, the governor appointed to take over Reedy Creek is now a moot board. They have no power, and Disney is back in charge. Orlando Sentinel had the story first. It's everywhere now because it's, you know, ventures into politics, too. That this slipped in quietly, pushing through a development agreement that'll keep them in power for 30 years, like you said. One state board member said the agreement completely circumvents the authority of this board to govern. Yeah. They're useless. So there you so all these these was it five people that the, the yeah. governor had appointed to that board, the tourism official, the tourism board or whatever it was called. Uh yeah. They they have no power whatsoever and Reedy Creek's back in power. Statement from Disney wow. says all the agreements were approved in public forums in compliance with our Sunshine Law, where where things have to be in public. Right. Out uh, in the open. Out in the open. Mm-hmm. Which means this was snuck past right before the eyes of this board. Yeah. Disney has better lawyers than what's on this board. That's exactly it. Or who works for the governor. How does this go undetected? I don't know. Because you know they... (laughs) I don't know. And if it it was a public meeting, therefore they had to publicize it somewhere. They had to run ads somewhere in a newspaper, even if it's in a newspaper online, on Facebook, on social media, whatever the case may be. So somebody totally missed this. There's a couple of things to look for today. First of all, there's got to be a statement from the DeSantis team. First of all, the, the governor's office and then the campaign, right? Right. And then, when and how is Trump going to comment on this? Oh. You know it's going to be something like he couldn't beat Cinderella. <laughs> or the mouse. Or the mouse beat him. <laughs> or, beat you know, he couldn't beat a mouse. He couldn't beat a mouse. How the hell or, is he going to beat me? Yeah, it's, it's going to be something like You know it's going to be something like that. He's gonna, how could you trust Ron <laughs> to sanctimonious to take on Russia if he couldn't take on a mouse? Oh, God help us. <laughs> oh, but it's going to be so much fun. It is going to be as fun. A, as the observer to sit back here and watch this. And then he's going to also comment about what happened in New York with Alvin Bragg. What did you say? What did oh, the grand jury do? <laughs> oh, yeah. There's a big development there. Trying to, the Get Trump team has, well, we're going to take 30 days off. Okay. 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 It, it, get this. The jury uh, says that they were, well, it was a predetermined, pre-scheduled hiatus. Sure it was. Sure it was. Yeah, sure, Alvin. You can keep going. It's not that you're like going <laughs> to put it on pause and try to come up with some more... Uh, cockamamie charges against him. It's ridiculous. Speaking of ridiculous, and maybe things are, maybe, maybe the pendulum is starting to swing, Bill. Jonathan Hatami, I think that's how you say his name, is a Los Angeles deputy district attorney known for convicting child killers in high profile cases, is taking on George Gascon. He's running oh, wow. for the yeah. He's running for the L.A. District Attorney's office. See, that's interesting because you got and it's an interesting tie in there because ta- you were just talking about Alvin Bragg, Gascon, both George Soros funded Marxist prosecutors. Right. That's what's been happening. I think you know at least the Republicans woke up to that and they're going to start to challenge them. Well, you know, and uh, you, the crime rate starts going through the you know right roof because you let criminals out with no bail, mm-hmm. murderers, rapists, you know, people that assault people. You know, try to kill other people. You let them out in, what, 24 hours, if that, maybe 10 hours. Uh, it, people start to take notice when people end up dead. Yeah. And that's what's happening in L.A. It's ridiculous. So this guy is, like, all over Gascon. He hates this guy. We'll see what happens there. In better news, it's opening day as well, speaking of sports. Yes. All games on the schedule. Some things are coming out. How many people are actually going to go to baseball games this year? I, this number is way up. I think people are interested. 
And Maybe these changes are working. And the average person's going to go more than once. I was kind of surprised. And spend some cash. Big bucks. Talk about that as well as a Pope update to talk about, too. He's been in the hospital. And uh, more on our FAU Owls coming up next. The South Florida Morning Show. Keep it here. Speaking of weather, hopefully good weather throughout the nation. It is opening day for all, and this is a little bit different, for all 30 Major League Baseball teams. Which has not happened since 1968. That amazes me. I think it's a good idea. Instead of staggering like the schedule and you don't know who's playing when, just blast it all out. I don't know. Why Why did they change it? Was it to get more money, more attendance, all I honestly, of the above? They, I think maybe they thought that if they, if they just kind of, you know, have... Staggered opening days throughout the week. They'll get more attention for the local teams. I have no idea. This is a question I have no answer for. Nobody can explain Major League Baseball. But it sounds like they're doing it right now. There's a lot of interest. Cool. So Miami opens at home? Are they at home? Yes? Yeah. yeah. (laughs) Sure. Sure. Does anybody go to the Miami game? Sure. Okay. A lot of changes to baseball this year. The pitch clock is a big deal. It's going to shorten games. It's already worked throughout spring training. They did it last year, Jen, in uh, AAA games, and it worked. Okay, so what is the pitch clock? What does it do? They have to get rid of the pitch. They have to pitch in uh, so many seconds. Is that it? Pitchers have 15 seconds to deliver really? their next throw. No messing around. 20 seconds with runners on base. Oh, I didn't know there was an extra time there. So That's did cool. that? So let me ask you that because mm-hmm. a lot of these pitchers do all these crazy things. Did that screw up anybody's performance? That they don't do, like they touch their hat, they touch the shoe, they pick up sand, they do, you know, a 360 spin. What I'm hearing is affected hitters more, because they have to get in the box faster, too. So they need okay. to tinker with that a little bit more, because they have this superstitious routine, like you're saying. Right. And I don't know, but it, all fans seem to be a favor of this thing. Well, if it speeds things up, if it makes a four-hour game a two-and-a-half-hour game, I'm all for it. Absolutely. Come on, those things go on forever sometimes. That is much needed, isn't yes. it? Yeah, I agree. I think it's cool. So overall... There are 2,430 Major League Baseball games in the season. Holy cow. 30 teams. Jeez. But listen to this. The number of people, they just did a recent survey. They do this every opening day. The number of people who say they're planning to go to at least a game this season, 47% of the country. That's a lot of people. It's way up over the past couple of years. Holy well, cow. Well, you know, you can't count the pandemic year, but still. That's pretty cool. Is it up because of the pandemic? That people actually can get into a stadium now or a ballpark now and not wear a mask and, and enjoy a hot dog and a beer. And Might a, be part of it. Popcorn. I, honest to God, I, I think people have more interest in the game this year if they're making positive changes. Huh. Pretty cool. Yeah. Mm, most, about, most expensive tickets where? New York. Yeah, Yankees. They're also the most hated. Dodgers. <laughs> I'm a little biased. I cannot chime in. Dodgers have to be up there too, though. That's got to be an expensive ticket. I think I it no was. Idea. I think it was the Yankees, the Dodgers, and the Red Sox. I know the Red Sox are expensive because my brother had season tickets, and you remember he got rid of them a couple of years ago. He said they <laughs> jacked up the price like three times what it was before. Oh, it's insane. It's absurd. For he goes for season tickets. He goes, I could have bought a car. Right. So I was like, okay, no more season tickets. I think I'm out on the season ticket deal. One of those things I always thought I would want to do. Right. Nah. nah. We had season tickets growing up for the, the Patriots, and they sucked when I was a kid. And every game we hey, went you to— get I, season tickets for like 12 bucks. Yeah, I, we used to cheer for the other team. <laughs> it's like—it was crazy. Oh, a pink hat, huh? No. Hmm. Average ticket price this year across <laughs> all teams, this is all of them, is 35 bucks, depending on the team. Like I said, Red Sox, Yankees average more than 60. Uh— Marlins are tied with the Diamondbacks for for cheapest deal at 20 bucks. Really? Per ticket overall. Yeah, That's but including then, the cheap seats. Once you get in, you got to pay 25 for the beer, you know, oh, another yeah. 50 for a shirt. Where well, they make the money. 15 for a hot dog. Oh yeah. 
twelve for the box a little box of popcorn. <laughs> so by the time you're done, you're spending a lot of money. No doubt. That's where they get you. It's like concerts. If you can afford the concert ticket, once you get in and they buy a shirt at seventy five bucks for a lousy t shirt. You're a captive audience. They got you. And they got you and you can't go anywhere else. And beer's eighteen dollars. It's like, oh my gosh. It's crazy. Speaking of sports, yes, our FAU Owls. Uh, I thought our news partner, Channel 5, did a great job talking to local businesses in Boca Raton. That's another trickle-down effect, the benefit. A lot of them. All the, any bar, any sports bar, yeah. well, they're going to show the Final Four anyway, but they're all going big-time FAU. No doubt about it. So uh, one of those is the Beer Garden. Uh, Eric uh, Brinkman is the GM there. Wow, it's been crazy. It's been a really great run. Uh, you know, we do the coaches show here for FAU basketball, and uh, we knew they had something special. If I'm not mistaken, that coaches show airs on 640 Fox Sports. Does it not, Stephen Diener? Wow, that is correct, sir. Middle really? management at 640's Fox Sports. <laughs> that's right. That's Don't right. That's, that's me. <laughs> Yeah, that was cool. They had the the football and basketball, and they've had Dusty May out there That's this right. season. Yeah, that's been cool. You know, and be uh, Dusty May is going to be our guest when? Uh possibly tomorrow. Maybe. <laughs> that's how much pull we have? He's a busy updated. man. Yes. not Deaner. Dusty May. <laughs> no, 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 yes. Deaner. Deaner. It was on the phone with Ken Lavica. You weren't here on Monday, and the big news that not only was that Effie was going to the final floor, sure. but Ken Lavica almost missed calling the last. <laughs> Play because they Same. lost their internet connection. With oh, Twenty man. seconds talk, left. It, talk about pressure. Oh, oh, it was crazy. But anyway, so he's on the phone. I go to get Diener after the show. We we say goodbye. I go to get Diener after the show, and he's on the phone. He's on his cell phone. I said, "He's talking to." He goes, "It's Lavica." An hour later, he was still on the phone with the guy. I said, "You're on the phone with this guy like you're talking best friends. You can't get him as a guest." Tried. That was right. Just recorded that. And lighted it up. It's like, what, what are you doing? I should have been like, hey, let me call you back in the studio phone. Yeah, come on, you know. Oh well. Um, here's another local bar in Boca Raton talking about the effect of it. For small businesses and the city in general, it just puts us really on the map. Boca Raton is not known to be this like young, vibrant city, and it really is. There you go. It's another, it good, is. another good effect. There you go. Hmm. Go to any sports bar on Friday, Saturday night. It's going to be crazy. Absolutely. Just crazy. Go Owls. Unfortunately, this is a story that's popping up with more details now. Um, we've heard a lot about these recently. An investigation underway. Two military helicopters, the early word is they're Blackhawks, crashed in Kentucky last night during a routine training mission near Fort Campbell. Uh, Kentucky Governor Andy Brashear confirmed the crash on Twitter. He said multiple fatalities expected. That's, that's just awful to hear all the way around. Yeah, you don't, you don't like to hear anything like that. It's mm. like, stop that, you know, and then, then we find out the, the Pope was uh, rushed to the hospital yesterday with a respiratory infection. He's going to be hospitalized for a couple of days. He's 86 years old. Yeah. That's not good. It's yeah. not good for an older gentleman. But how about some good news Please. for somebody that was hurting for a while? I fi- You told me about it, and I finally looked at this press conference that Jeremy Renner, you know, the guy that plays Hawkeye in the Marvel series, had yesterday to introduce his renovation show. He looks like he's doing great. He sat down with Diane Sawyer, and he talks about, um, and it's going to air, I guess, on ABC on Monday night at 10 o'clock. Mm-hmm. But he talks about, she listed all the injuries he suffered after he got run over by this snowcat. Right. It was horrific. It was like his face got broken, his eye sockets got broken, he broke all his ribs, he broke this knee, he broke, the, I was like, oh my God, how the man survived is beyond me. Boy, I tell you. It's crazy. Great to hear. He's, I mean, he. I, I hate to say it. I don't want to downplay what he went through when the snowcat ran over him, but he looks good. He looks great. So he said his his comment was his quote was, "You're not gonna you're not gonna kill me. No way. I chose oh. to survive. Yeah. 
He said it was his daughter, his 10-year-old daughter that kept him going. That and his sister. That is- his sister was by him all the, the whole time. And I think it was his sister's son that he was trying to dig out of the snow. Yeah. When, when the, what happened was it's a 14,000-pound snowplow, and the, the, his nephew got stuck in the snow. Where are they, in Vegas somewhere? Where is he? He was uh, it's, uh, is it in Reno? Lake Tahoe. Lake Tahoe. Yeah. And he got out of the snowcat to go, I guess, help dig out some of the snow around the car. And the snowcat started rolling. So he tried to jump on it to, you know, like your car is rolling away. Yeah. And he slipped and went underneath it and got run over by it. I mean, how much? That's crazy. 14,000 pounds. <gasps> Guy's a survivor. Oh Pretty inspiring goodness. story, actually. It's great, but he sits down with Diane Sawyer. You can see it on ABC Monday night. Cool for him. Good for him. We've got uh, Rapid Fire coming up in just a couple of minutes, just past the bottom of the hour. I'll go around the horn with some stories you need to know, and uh, it's coming up next, the South Florida Morning Show. Time for Jen and Bill's Rapid Fire on News Talk 850 WFTL. What's going on with the stories that affect you? Here's uh, Jen with the first one. What's going well, on? A couple of things. Uh, just a couple of months. We kick off, unfortunately, the 2023 Atlantic hurricane season. Oh begins June 1st. <laughs> you didn't think. What, April I'm still 1st. trying to get some rain at my house. I know it. April 1st is what? Sunday? Saturday? Yeah. Sunday? Yep. Saturday. Saturday. Okay. Uh, AccuWeather. Okay. Now they all come up with it. And usually it's the National Hurricane Center that you pay attention to their prediction. But AccuWeather is predicting 11 to 15 named storms. Four to eight will become hurricanes. One to three of those expected to be major ones. However, two of those will not have the name Ian or Fiona. Right. The World Meteorological Organization removed the names from the rotating list as of yesterday. And that's usually because they do so much damage. Yeah, Ian was nasty. awful. And at the end of the season, they'll redo their... Mm-hmm forecast one day before the end of the season to say, see, we were right. That's right. <laughs> That's right. We so said the, there'd be two named big storms, and here they are. They always have the adjustment. It does feel like it just ended yesterday. If it does feel that way, that's because it was only a few months ago where we had that hurricane coming toward us around Thanksgiving. You remember that? Oh, yeah. And Thanksgiving was, like, was a hurricane. hurricane. Yeah. So why wow. is there a hurricane? It's Thanksgiving. Leave us alone. I, I can't even think about that season yet. Oh, yeah, I know. Can't even enter it into my mind. I don't want to even think about it. Well, this was a big change. How about this for a plot twist? The state board chosen by Governor Ron DeSantis. And let's not forget, that's a big uh, talking point in his new book, right? How he beat Disney, took him on head to head. Well, now, it was supposed to oversee Disney's world uh, government services. It says Disney stripped it of its power. An end around. Orlando Sentinel had the story before the state took control of Disney's world district. The board last month, the entertainment company quickly pushed through a development agreement that'll keep Disney in power for 30 years. Mm. Okay, it's something to do with the descendants of King Charles IV. <laughs> it's like, okay. A quote from one of the board <laughs> members, the new board members appointed by DeSantis said it completely circumvents the authority of this board to govern, which means that they're just, you know, they're sitting ducks. There's no, they're useless at this point and powerless. So what do you think DeSantis found out about this? Yesterday afternoon, maybe yep. late. So that means he had every attorney that he knew on staff up all night trying to figure out how they're going to beat this. We'll look forward to the DeSantis statement about this today. You know what's really going to be interesting is the Trump statement. Something on Truth Social from Mar-a-Lago. I'm trying to think of a Disney movie title that would work. You know, like the, the Fall of Aladdin. <laughs> but he's going to say you get a governor who couldn't beat a mouse. 
Right. And you want this guy to run the country or he couldn't beat Snow White and the Seven Dwarfs or he couldn't beat, you know, Cinderella or, he, you know, just pick a princess. Trump's, Trump's going to say, how do you expect Ron DeSanctimonious to take on China when he couldn't even beat the mouse? <laughs> I think that's, that's pretty much, I mean, it's an easy attack. Why wouldn't he, right? Oh, I'm sure that, that'll be out today. I will make Disney great again. Oh, this is so funny. He hasn't, <laughs> he hasn't commented on uh, that yet. But his last truth was 12 hours ago. So I just kind of wandered on the truth as oh, yeah. we were talking about see what's it, going on with see. it. But this one I thought was pretty funny. 12 hours ago, he wrote, The new Fox poll has just been released, and it's bad news for Ron DeSanctimonious. Right, here we go. And his rhino globalist donors. And it goes down. He keeps talking about it. And he's 54% for Trump now and 24% for Ron DeSantis. That's the Fox News poll for a 24 he has Kennedy's. been sinking. And also yeah. in that same poll, 57% of Republicans said if he were indicted, it would make no difference to them whatsoever. I, I believe that. 57%. No. Mm-hmm. In fact, it would gain uh, with independents who, it, who hate uh, you know, corruption. And that amazing? It would slip right to the Trump side. Yeah. Isn't that amazing? Trump and, wanted to be put in handcuffs, <laughs> you know. Oh, it would yes. have made it. Well, look at what the Alvin Bragg, just the, the whole thing of charging him or going after him or trying to go after him, what that's done for him. It's like, okay, all of a sudden his points are going up 10, 12%. It's like, come on. And now magically the grand jury is taking a 30-day break. Oh, that was planned. Well, yeah, that was planned. planned. Yeah, We're going to yeah. step aside for a little bit. Right? Yeah, <laughs> sure you will. So you guys ever wonder when the, or let me ask you this. What, what do you think is the most dangerous time to drive in Florida? Florida anytime. Yeah. <laughs> Sunset. Now early in the morning. Ah, okay. So according to, this is a site called InjuredInFlorida.com. They analyzed oh, data from 2017 to 2021. And according to the data that they found, the most fatalities happen, not the most accidents, but the most fatalities happen during the 2 a.m. hour. Wow, oh, that makes drunk sense. Drunk drivers, right? We've is driven it? by them. Yeah, exactly. But I found this interesting because a lot of the times they put in here is when we're driving. 4 a.m. is the next one. And then you go down the list, 3 a.m., 1 a.m., and then 5 a.m. These are all the times that we're driving It <laughs> is into the studio. Well, how many times have you seen a drunk driver, or more importantly, a tired truck driver? Yeah. Yes. And now all of a sudden you see that tractor trailer just kind of start weaving into your lane and just sliding over slowly. You know what I see more than off, more than ever now these days? High as a kite drivers. Yeah. Oh, really? Doing about 40. Yeah. I had right. a motorcycle guy come by me yesterday, no shirt, shorts, no shoes, laying down on the seat of the motorcycle. Wow. He had to be going 120. Oh, jeez. He blew by me so fast it was like, ching! I was like, oh my God. And all I saw were his feet. And I realized this guy's laying down on his motorcycle. Wow. With, with nothing on but a pair of shorts. What in the world? So he had no shirt. No shirt. No, no shoes. Helmet, no no helmet, shoes. Laying flat. I mean, and flying. I'm thinking, do you want to die? But was he wearing a mask? Well, that's the important <laughs> thing. I didn't, I didn't see the that's face. The I only thing. saw the back of the head. Because, so. you know, you don't want to get the vid. Yeah. <laughs> just in case. Just in case. Uh, I thought it was interesting because it was... The least amount of, of accidents were during the night, but it was the most fatalities. The most accidents happened in the 8 p.m. hour. The wow. Si- yeah. Right? I thought, see, for me, the hardest time to drive is right at sunset. That's what I was thinking. Yeah. Going Ooh. west. Oh. Oh, forget oh, it. Blinding. Blinding. Yeah. Wow. By huh. the way, the safest day to drive is Sunday, according to this data. Less people. Yeah. Sunday drivers. Exactly. Hmm. So, just interesting report that I thought. 
Great. <laughs> so some information for you. Let me ask both of you this question. Bill probably would have the answer quicker than you, Diener, because he knows the story. Oh. If you could have a lifetime all-access pass to any group in the world, any band, okay. who would you pick? What? Like current or just any, any, whatever, anybody? Anybody. Anybody. Oh, jeez. Um, well, see, for me, my answer is going to be completely different because one of my favorite band was Linkin Park. Okay, so Linkin Park. Bill? Um, Beatles? Yeah, Beatles, if it was, yeah. if we're playing fantasy. Probably be me. Owen Wilson, we all know Owen Wilson, sure. right? He once, once had a lifetime Rolling Stones concert pass. What? How do you get that? Well, he was with a friend in Argentina. The friend was good friends with Mick Jagger. So Mick Jagger gave them both lifetime, all-access backstage passes to any Rolling Stone concert ever. Does Mick Jagger just carry those around in his pocket? Uh, apparently like, so. <laughs> well, here you go. <laughs> Owen Wilson talks about it. He goes to the concert. He goes, I'm on stage. He goes, I start wandering around. Next thing you know, Mick Jagger jumps in right next to me. Oh, geez. And he realizes, I'm not where I'm supposed to be. Oh, I'm on the stage oh, with geez. Mick Jagger. <laughs> What a dope. What an idiot. <laughs> Next thing you know, he says, the workers are screaming at him. Get off the stage. You almost killed Mick Jagger. The next morning, Mick Jagger called and said, uh, we want the pass back. Oh, and they, no. And they took it back from him. They revoked he only it. didn't even have it for 24 hours. Oh. Like, give us back the pass. <laughs> Needless to say, he's never been back. It just doesn't often happen, but I'm very much on Mick Jagger's side on this one. <laughs> well, yeah, well, I mean, it's exactly right. They said he was he was singing "Jumpin' Jack Flash" and he was jumping all over the place and almost jumped right on top of Owen Wilson, oh, who happened to be in the wrong place at the wrong time. <laughs> <laughs> it's like it's crazy. Here's something to look forward to. Well, uh, Powerball went up again for last night. Another no, another no winner. Another twenty bucks I can just flush down the toilet. Thank you. But here's the big one: Mega Millions soaring. There is no grand prize winner Tuesday night's drawing. That pushes the jackpot to $355 million ahead of tomorrow night's drawing. Sweet. Get your tickets early and often. Sweet, sweet. <laughs> early and often. That's right. That's like vote early and often. Right. <laughs> yeah. This was, did you guys hear about this story? Because honestly, it is, it's It's a couple days old. And I just thought it was fun, though, so I wanted to talk about it because we haven't spoken about it. There was a bear playing with a soccer ball. So there's You're just, making this up. No, no, no. I swear. There's this woman in New York. She's just, you know, looking out her back window into her backyard. Nice day out. When she sees somebody's backyard? Yes. When she sees a bear, a fairly sized back, uh, black bear, all of a sudden he's just laying there, grabs a soccer ball, starts playing with it. Then he goes around the yard, grabs the hose, and he's rolling around with the hose and playing with it. <laughs> then she thinks he left. And then realizes, wait, he's on the trampoline. No, come on. He's just hanging out in the backyard <laughs> doing his thing. He probably thought it was a Disney World. I guess so. <laughs> there was this woman, Anna Corey Watson. She recorded it, of course, as she's watching the bear just go around in her backyard having a high old time. Wow. It's like Goldilocks. Bears like cool? to have fun, too. Yeah, I yeah. guess so. The bear it's kind of a fun video, though. So just in case, if we don't have anything else on the blog, because we know we got one thing up there now. <laughs> Expect this, that to make yes, an appearance. That's right. right. This is the emergency backup for the for the morning show blog today. <laughs> Why? I like that video. one. Put and that one on. Yeah, it's fun. You know? He's going all around, having a good time. Good so for maybe, him. Maybe he deserves to be up there. Maybe. Yeah. Wow. He entertains so, so he deserves yes, it. Yes. That's a nice bear Works story. For us. It was a nice uh, a nice bear story for a change. Not someone getting mauled and eaten. Yeah, no kidding. <laughs> Hey, uh, coming up next, to get some more headlines. Uh, opening day for baseball, uh, the FAU Owls arriving in Houston, and this, our first Florida Open of the Week. This principal in Volusia County thought she was communicating with Elon Musk. 
She was not. No. Didn't work. Tried out. to send him a bunch of school funds. <laughs> She's looking for a job. It's coming up next. <laughs> yeah. The South Florida Morning Show. Keep it here. I feel great, you know. Um, it's a wonderful experience. You know, we got to get the job done. You know, we're in the final four. We just got to go finish the job. We're just so excited. They've been killing it. We just can't wait to watch them win again. It's been so awesome. Here's the scene of Boca Raton hey. campus of FAU yesterday. Nice little send-off for the team as they made their way to the airport and then on to Houston. They arrived safely. That's good. I, 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 am I stupid to think that I was kind of shocked when I saw they had three huge buses? I'm thinking it's a basketball team. How many people on a basketball team? They got full staff. They got equipment stuff. That's about right. Really? Yeah. I was like, wow. And I'm just, how many, how many people like in the inner administration are like insisting on going to the Final Four now too? It's like, hey, you got tickets for me, right? But can you imagine? <laughs> Holy cow! I, do the kids? Sorry, you're a math professor. No, they, they, I don't have tickets. For I you. know they 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 offer the tickets to the school. I wonder how many kids at FAU could actually, you know, the tickets were affordable for the students, but then you got to get to Houston. You got to get a hotel. <laughs> well, that's when a the rest of the world is trying to do the exact same thing. So you know, you may be able to get to the game, but can you st- afford to stay there? But then again, how many San Diego State kids are able to fly across the country and get there? San Diego, that's true too. Right. I don't know. Good question. Yeah. So I don't know. Good, good. Nice send-off. Very nice. Game's on Saturday. They have the first game, and then the second one, uh, Saturday night. Championship game is Monday. Good for them. And I think FAU's going to be there. I hope so. Just saying. I sure hope so. Just saying. Hey, uh, Candlelight Vigil held for the victims of uh, what happened in Nashville. And now the update on that is reportedly Nashville PD, they own the manifesto. They have it as evidence now from the monster. They are going to release it. Once the FBI gets a chance to look at it, and they may delay it forever. Yeah, but what's the sense? I don't know. Why? You know, and, and Dina, you had said this off the air earlier. It's just to give some other wacko some idea, you know, or maybe they think alike. Right. I mean, this is a, this from a woman who texted a, a, a grammar school friend, elementary school friend, minutes before she entered the school and said, hey, I'm going to do something. I'm going to be on the news. I'm probably going to be dead by the time you read this. I, I mean, come on. Why bother? Just let it go. And the more time you spend on it, the more publicity you give the crazy people. Yeah, true. The other point to that, though, is it'll also kind of outline maybe some other plans that are happening here. There's something called a Trans Day of Vengeance for Saturday planned. Yeah, but they said it was planned before this. So they said. so. But that's why it might be part of the manifesto. Could be. Okay. As part of that. So I think it's, I don't know, I disagree. I think it's important information to know. Yeah, I don't want any of that stuff concealed. Well, I think they're all crazy. It, they all that every, is true. They all have a mental health issue. You know, this this woman was under the care of a psychiatrist. Come on, how does a psychiatrist feel today that this happened? Oh, but you can't say that though. Why not? Then it's, that's what's being criticized. You can't Why? you can't call them mentally ill. They said she was I, under the pushback. a psychiatric care. A psychiatrist's care. Just telling you, that's oh. what society. So you can't say that now. Okay. <laughs> It's because otherwise you're, 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 you know, it goes against the narrative. Tough. I know. I'm agreeing with you, but I'm know, just saying what's out crazy. there. It's crazy. You know what? It's another Literally. reason why this manifesto needs to be published well, and not completely redacted by the FBI, which is going to happen. Well, they, that's going to happen. Come right. on. This is the, the same people that let the, oh, the bomb house people exist. Exactly. Come exactly on. right. So, well, Elon Musk in the tech world, I guess if you own the company, it would make sense you'd have the most followers on Twitter, right? Right. 
Guinness World Records, I guess they keep track of this. They say the Twitter CEO now has over 133 million followers. Holy cow. <laughs> That's pretty unbelievable. Well, wait a minute. Is it, is it every employee at Twitter trying to suck up to the big guy? There's like five of them, so I don't think so. <laughs> okay. <laughs> he fired 76% of the workforce. Did he really? Yeah. Holy cow. Uh, passed up former <laughs> President Barack Obama. He had held the record since 2020. Of course, bought the platform in October. The third most followed person behind Obama and Justin Bieber when he bought it. Does Bieber still have that many followers? It's got to be at least top three, top four. Wow. Sure. How's he doing, by the way? Because I, I guess it wasn't good. He had to cancel a tour. Yeah, but then he keeps on showing up at somebody else's concert and performing with him. Well, that's good. So I, I, I know that much. But they said half of his face was, was paralyzed now. Yeah, he hadn't been doing well. That's terrible. Poor kid. Yeah, I feel no bad kidding. for him. Speaking of Elon... He was at the center of this. wasn't really him, but he was at the center of our uh, one of these this week. The florid dope of the day. Hey, man! Oh, you are so dumb. Now, if someone had contacted you claiming to be Elon Musk, do you buy it? No. Do you send him money? Why would you send money to Elon Musk? Is he not the richest man in the world or he trades <laughs> off with that Russian billionaire? Right. It's like the IRS or Elon Musk. They will never contact you. <laughs> they got plenty of money. I There's more to this story than there. Maybe, Dr. Jan McGee was a principal at a charter school in Volusia County. She was forced to resign before the board, but it's okay. She, I think she's happy about that Okay, she's not going to jail. She fell for an online scam. She sent $100,000 to someone who claimed to be Elon Musk. It wasn't even a knee-jerk decision either. It had been going on for months. It had talked to other staff about it. Okay. Was this woman single or I- unhappily married? Probably. I'm just saying that I think there was a lot more to this than she was getting catfished by somebody. That this guy was taking her for the money and was probably romancing her at the same time. Yep. I would assume. Fake Elon asked her to send her $100,000 to his right-hand man. And then she fired <laughs> off a check from the school's account. Oh, oh there you God. go. Oh. Details are hazy. It was apparently a matching funds deal. It's like you match the funds here. And she thought that Elon was going to be giving $6 million bucks in return to the school, so maybe she had good intentions. Luckily for her, the school's business manager got a hold of the payment in time, was able to stop the check before it cleared. Thank God. Because if it cleared, she's in jail right now. I was going to say, yeah, that's like grand theft. This is when she had to resign wow. before the board. I am a very smart lady, well-educated. I fell for a scam. Somehow she believed it, matching funds with this guy, and he was supposed to give like $6 million to the school. I put myself into this position and into this mess, and I made a bad decision. Wow. Thanks for not sending me to jail. Wow. I'm telling you, she was romanced. Must have been. Had to be something more than just matching funds, right? Because they said even people in the office who knew about it, that she was telling them about it because she kept on telling everybody she was talking to Elon Musk. They were like, it's not Elon Musk. And she she fought him tooth and nail. And I'm thinking, you thought you were going to be Elon's next, you know, baby mama. Don't you say that about my Elon. (laughs) (laughs) Who was that football player that got catfished? Oh, Manti Teo? Didn't they do a movie about the poor kid, too? Yeah, the old expose and yeah, documentaries. That was one of the, that's when we all learned about catfishing. Yeah, and he thought he was, wasn't he engaged to her? I mean, he never met the girl and he was engaged to her. I was like, okay. It was so sad, too. There were a it bunch really of memes is. of him with an arm around an invisible nobody. Know, <laughs> poor oh, no. thing. It was but really I, sad. I, I'm just speaking from, from gut feeling this woman was getting romanced by this guy. Ooh, I thought you were going to say experience. Thank no, God. No, 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 no. That was almost a difference. That was going to be our next 
segment, but no. <laughs> it's also not just FAU, it's opening day in baseball. That's good news for America. Yes. Got that to talk about. And uh, is this true? Is Carol Baskin leaving Florida? Yay! Oh, I'm sorry. <laughs> what will Joe Exotic say about this? Oh, from his jail cell? She's leaving Tampa. All right, that and more coming up next. The East South Florida Morning Show. Keep it here. Totally void of any blob. Of course. And I went, oh, Bill's getting hit with this big thunderstorm. He yeah. must be so happy. Yeah. And? Once again, <laughs> last night, all the elements. A little bit windy. It was cloudy. Looked like it was coming. Even got some thunder off in the distance. What? Nothing. Nothing. There was a couple of, like, sprinkles. That was about it. That doesn't count. On the way home, maybe yesterday. it's raining now. I didn't even know. On the way home, it looks like it, it's pretty dark to the south of us, so maybe it is raining at your house. Who the heck knows? Be nice. The South Florida Morning Show. There's Jen, there's Diener, I'm Bill, and boy, <coughs> Disney comes up with a win. Good evening, ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, dreamers of all ages. What a plot twist! Wow, we thought it was done. Even you know, did Santa's even put it in the book? Major victory against Disney. I did it. You can push back against world corporations. Ah, not wow. anymore. Wow. Uh, you know what? It, it was funny because very early this morning, this story was buried. And, you know, and all of a sudden I saw a little blip about D- Disney, you know, beats DeSantis. And I'm like, what the heck? Start reading into it. It is now the front page and the lead story in almost every single news outlet there is. Oh, boy. That changed dramatically, didn't it? Uh, uh, basically, what happened is, remember, they disbanded the Reedy Creek yep. board. That ran Disney because Disney was baby basically its own entity. And after having the big war with our governor, Walt Disney World lost that self-governing status. The governor appointed five members to a new board that was going to overlook everything. Well, unbeknownst to anybody, apparently in the DeSantis family or his administration, Disney went around everybody and very publicly held meetings to give power back to the Reedy Creek District. It was voted on. It was approved. All very legal, according to them. And they did it before the governor disbanded Reedy Creek. After DeSantis's board was in place. Yeah. So they could have seen this, could have stopped it. They were asleep at the wheel. Uh, basically, they thought it was done. Oh, boy. Not the case. Now they're wow. trying to say that they broke sunshine laws. And Disney's saying, uh, no, we didn't break any laws. Yeah, they're saying we didn't. It was all in, approved in public forums. So we broke no laws. And they say it's good for next at least 30 years. I think it's longer because it had something <laughs> to do with for for years after the descendants of King Charles III are gone. I was like, oh, my God. That's what they put in there? Yeah, it's like craziness. I'm, I'm thinking, okay, it's that means, you know, Kate and William's kids and their kids. Wow. It's pretty awesome, though. That is so I'm looking forward to, first of all, DeSantis has to have a statement. Not only the governor's office, obviously, because it affects the state, but the campaign is probably going to say something. And then watch for Trump to jump on this, all over this. You know he's going to say, you're going to vote for a guy who couldn't beat a mouse? You know it's coming. (laughs) It's going to be something, it's always derogatory, so you know it's going to be something, probably a lot more clever than just beating a mouse. But Ron Sanctimonious. Couldn't beat the mouse. How do you expect him to take on China? A rodent beat him. A rodent. <laughs> you know it's coming. So it wow. should be interesting. Wow. Uh, the governor was not aware of the agreements made by the former board before putting his stamp on the new district. How do you right. like that? So this happened long before. And they I guess he just found out yesterday. Uh, yesterday afternoon he found all this out, the governor. That probably wasn't a wow. good meeting. Can you imagine? And they have to tell him in person, did you hear this? I think it's actually very smart. I'm not sure whether it was in the DeSantis book or not. I had heard this once before. He doesn't text. He doesn't email. 
So you got to tell him in person. Yeah, it's where you will not have a record of that stuff, so you can't come back and edit his words. Holy cow. Well, so you know what? I can't blame him. Uh, Governor? <laughs> uh, hello? Can you imagine? Hello, sir? Uh, the Pope's not doing too well. That's not He's good. He's got a respiratory illness. Not good news for a guy that's 86. But uh, the Vatican says, through a Catholic news organization, Italian news organization, still very optimistic. He will be there for Palm Sunday services on the 3rd. Remember the last pope that got really sick? Oh, it was maybe five, six years ago. I'm trying to think. Dean, or you would know. You're our theologian here, uh, our Catholic Well, I mean, Pope Benedict just passed away a few months ago, but he was the one that retired and then Pope Francis took over. Who was the one that was in really short amount of time remember that one? Oh yeah i think yeah. they bumped him off it was like a month oh that was that was a while back what was that was that pope john the first maybe? i think so one of those guys I oh mean, that pope, was yeah they took him out sorry they did <laughs> yeah come on we need we need a well. new we need we need a great pope watch you know the black smoke white smoke black smoke white oh smoke. yeah remember that oh the high drama not that yeah. we wish anything bad at the pope no right? but i mean you know he he, <laughs> he said and bill brought this up earlier today Six eight months ago, he was saying he was going to retire because of ill health. Yeah, and then he, that? that was it. Done. Not, no more conversation yeah, about it. Now he's yeah. sick. I guess they didn't have anybody in AAA they could bring up right away. I guess. They <laughs> 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 didn't have a replacement player. You know what's ironic uh, though is I saw odds just randomly like a few days ago. They had odds on the next pope. And oh, there was come on, oh, that's swear. awesome. And now uh, there was some names I never heard of, but on there was uh, Bishop O'Malley. Oh, really? Yeah. They're not going to let us have an American pope. It's Never. Be the first one no ever. way. That's what I'm rooting for, though, because he was oh, the bishop too. in Palm Beach County when I was when I was growing up. And then he's a cardinal in uh, New York, O'Malley. Yeah. Look at us measuring the curtains. I know. We're talking about this pope recovering. <laughs> yes, yes, let's pray for the pope. <laughs> he's all right. He's not my favorite pope, but you never want to no. see the guy no. die. Right, right. Wow. Not at all. Well, not at all. You know who's going to make it? In effect, his quote was, I'm not going to die. No way. Jeremy Renner. Mm. Some little previews. I think Diener put it on the morning show blog. You check out on mm-hmm. the app and 850WFTL.com. little preview of the interview with Diane Sawyer. And uh, for a guy that got run over by a 14,000-pound snowplow, it's he's incredible. Doing, he looks great. Put it this way. You know, usually here in this situation, a similar situation with a vehicle, a car, usually ends with the death of the person trying to stop the car. Almost always, yeah. This yeah. happened, he got out of the this, this snow cat, he was digging his nephew's car out mm-hmm. of the snow, he got out of the snow cat, the thing started rolling, so he went to jump on it, I guess to stop it, and slid underneath it instead. <gasps> and it ran over him. 14,000 pounds. Wow. Here's a little cut from the, uh, the preview video you can check out. I'd do it again. You'd do it again? Yeah, I'd do it again. Because it's going right at my nephew. And they talked to the nephew and wow. the nephew's mom, who would be Jeremy's sister. They're t- there together. I guess his sister was with him the whole time. Yeah, and all the pictures that he posted from the hospital, yeah. she's in every single one. So I, I would assume they're extremely close, especially since he's saying it was going after my nephew. I was trying to stop it so it wouldn't run over him, and I end up falling underneath it. I don't know how it stopped. He says, this is the best quote, I chose to survive. You're not going to kill me. No way. Holy cow. And he says he was aware and awake during the <gasps> entire thing. Can you imagine? And no. They, and they li- we won't list him here, but he lists out all the exact injuries he went through. Oh, they're horrific. Yeah. How he's alive is really quite the miracle. It is. It really is. It's it a really miracle is. he's up and talking. And he looks great. Yeah. And they said he shattered almost every bone in his face. Whew. That's incredible. Wow. So he had some awesome doctors, that's for sure. I guess. A lot of work. You know, you want to have your face rebuilt, go see them. Holy cow. Good for that guy.
Wow. Right, we've got Rapid Fire coming up. Some more news stories to go around the horn with uh, just past the bottom of the hour. Stick around for that. Time for Jen and Bill's Rapid Fire on News Talk 850 WFTL. What is going on in your world? We'll tell you. Jen's got the first one. Rapid well, fire. Well, fortunately, we have a second floor of dope, and it's nice that criminals are stupid. Thank I cannot God. pronounce her name. Turiegio Anuro. Sure. That does not we'll just sound call right, her, but we'll, we'll go call with her Anuro. Okay. Good. She's 29 years old. <laughs> Spending time at the Osceola County Department of Corrections in Kissimmee. Why? She apparently was stalking and threatened to kill all of her former uh, co-workers. That's not good. She was sentenced to, I don't know, a long time in prison back in December. Well, while she's there, she befriends all her cellmates. Proceeds to tell her cellmates, you know, I'm worth a great deal of money. Oh, boy. My family is worth a great deal of money. I get all their money only if they're dead. Oh, boy. Let me hire you to, once you get out, go kill my mother, my father, my brother, my sister, and my grandparents. Oh wow. My I'll God. give you 50 grand each because I'm going to get like, you know, $20 million when this is all done. She's, she's a real gem, huh? Wow. She's a real gem. Unfortunately, the person she was talking to was an undercover cop what? that they had put in the cell with her because they heard rumblings that she was talking about off in her family. Wow. So now she's going to go to prison for a very, very long time. That's a tough undercover assignment, though. Can you imagine? I was just yeah. thinking that. Imagine hey, getting uh, that assignment. We're getting a new duty for you. What? You're going to jail. <laughs> wow. Yeah, you're going to prison for a while. So, yeah. The murder for hire thing. Uh, oh, she also wanted to kill off the assistant state attorney that put her there in the first place. Oh, jeez. Wow. But uh, she was a looney tune. You're yeah. right. Thank God they're dumb and Thank talk. God, they're yeah. dumb. Wow. Yeah. That's so. a wild story. <laughs> well, this is amazing, and it's going to feel make you feel great, I think. This is one way to do it. A male power lifter in Canada. Okay. Male? Yes. Okay. It's important to the story here. Okay. All right. He decided to launch a protest against Canada's woke gender self-ID laws, meaning, uh, of course, you identify as whatever. You can participate in any sport, right? Right. He said he's a woman. Oh, no. He entered oh, no. a female contest, and guess what happened? He smashed the bench press record. Oh, jeez. Oh His name is Avi Silverberg. Calmly approaches the, bens, the bench in the men's clothing, unofficially break the women's record while all are standing by, and there's not a thing they can say about it. Holy We've not cow. seen a lot of this, but I think it's going to start. It's a good way to wow. show how, he ident- that. How can you keep him out? Yeah. I mean, it's, he's it's, making a statement. That's and it's so funny because wow. that's what you know. Trump keeps saying in his rallies, you know, how he says the same thing over and over and over again in his rallies. His line has been, "Well, if I was a coach, I would just get LeBron James to be on my women's team." Right. And that's, I mean, that's what the guy did. You show the the ridiculousness of rules like that, where anybody can just be like, "All right, I guess I'll just go beat everyone and win." Silverberg says, and it's still not right because wow. you're still skipping women from their category here. It's still not right, but he's making a statement that may be more important in the long run. Yeah. He says he's protesting rules by the Canadian Powerlifting Union. It allows anybody who identifies as a woman to compete in the female category. Wow. So he says, all right. Well, good for him. Go. I mean, I do. I Call feel bad Betty. for the women in that competition. Right. But, but he's making a larger making, statement that'll probably point. help them in the long run. But here's mm. the thing. You know what? Take care with Leah Tom- Tom- Thomas, Thomas, right? Yeah. Okay, Leah Thomas. Again, a guy that's that swam for Penn. Mm-hmm. Didn't make it on the guy's team. All of a sudden said, oh, I'm a woman, swims on the female team, and is beating every other woman in the country, right? Right. All the girls that talked against this guy, they got blasted. Oh, yeah. For talking against Leah Thomas. I'm like, it's a guy in a girl's bathing suit. I'm sorry. Mm -hmm. Leah Thomas, who was ESPN's 
female athlete of yes. the month. Yeah, how do you like for that? For Women's History Month. For Women's for History women's Month. For History Month. In, Febu- in February, right? Yeah. How sick Wasn't is that? Wasn't that nice of Well, there you go. Well, I wonder what Lindsey Graham thinks about all this. Maybe Jesse Waters can ask him because... Yeah, what <laughs> happened with that? I heard something oh, about that. This was pretty wild. I... I very rarely feel bad for Lindsey Graham, but I kind of felt bad for him here because, so the story is, and it actually kind of goes back to what we were saying yesterday about the, the TikTok bill, which the official name is the Restrict Act, and we were talking yesterday about how the Trojan horse in this whole thing, this yeah. is why the Democrats are pushing it, is because it basically allows for surveillance of everyone in any form, your text messages, your emails, your phone calls, anything. anything that the government can just, you know, get into and use and say, well, it's part of the Restrict Act. We're making sure wow. that China's not surveilling, so we're going to surveil you. That they even wrote that that way should scare the life out of you. That's right. There so are true. tyrants up there. Yep, that's right. And this, this is what they're trying to pass through with the ban on TikTok. So Jesse Waters got on this and brought on Lindsey Graham and said, Senator, you do know you co-sponsored this Restrict Act, right? Lindsey Graham goes, uh, well, there's there's two of them. Is Which one is this? He had no idea what it was. That's frightening. Not good and at all. And he co-sponsored it. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. He's like, well, Senator, this was just co-sponsored by you. You signed this a couple of days ago. You Do, do you even know what's in this? And he's like, oh, uh, well, there, there was two of them. Uh, maybe I'm getting confused. He had no idea what was in this bill. Or he's and just he lying. Co-sponsored wow. it. Or he's lying. One or the other. Either Holy way, cow. it's really bad. And we asked the question for weeks on end. Why? It's interesting mm-hmm. that the Democrats are so much in favor of this. And re- why is this bipartisan support? Now you know. There you go. Look at that. It's, so, a, it's a Trojan horse. It was a hard call out on Lindsey Graham. And he was he was either really caught off off uh, off guard here, which I I think he was. Yeah. Just watching the video, he seemed really flustered. I got to go watch that. And then, but then he's like, well, I'll come on here better prepared. I'll look into what you're talking about uh, so I can know what, be better prepared next time you have me on. He's mm-hmm. like, yeah, you should because this is really bad, Senator. Wow. Wow. Wild is that. Huh. So good on Jesse Waters for calling it out anyway. And we need more of that. The real yep. questions of these folks. Yep. And I think we need more of this. I'm going to lighten things up. You Do have it. a dog, Bill. Cooper. Yeah. Cooper, wear clothes. Well... Fur. Oh, I mean, <laughs> his tuxedo. Do you dress? Do you dress Cooper Never. up? Okay. I Dina, don't like that. Evie, did you dress her up? No, Evie does not wear. Evie. We, we did it one time just as a joke because it was cold outside, and she actually liked it. Oh. <laughs> she kept on the little shirt. Well, your little Evie may be able to wear Prada in the very near oh, future. No. Prada is now out with a wealthy pet owner's line of clothing. This is genius. so you. And your dogs can match. They're going to make a killing off of this. The, There's Park Avenue in New York, what they're paying for these. There's crystal-studded wow. pet collars, all the way to a doggy raincoat. The raincoat matches the one you can buy for $3,100. Oh, Lord, please. The dog's rainy coat is $800. Wow. So you can buy pricey collars from $650 to an $800 raincoat for your dog. That says Prada on it. Great. So they can bite it and chew it off their, their yeah. body. <laughs> Pretty much. Yeah. They don't know but, the difference. But no. you know, you're right. Every poodle in New York is going to be wearing a Prada. Oh. Oh. They're competing with each other. Oh, they're going to oh, have little God. Prada boots on. Oh, they all have the little booties. Yeah, oh, It's a so. genius move by Prada because they know that there are idiots who are actually going to spend that much money on it as a status thing. Okay. The raincoat, by yeah. the way, is available in black, white, and red. Ooh, give me and both. And you can order it in a variety of sizes. I want all three. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> give me all three. Jen, you brought this point up before about why some cities are opening up today for Major League Baseball. It's opening day, by the way. All teams involved with this. We're going to have winter-like temperatures in some parks. It might snow in Colorado. Come on. And just because this was near to me and I I got alert on this, 
Red Sox fans should bundle up for opening day at Fenway Park. How National, cold? Really? National Weather Service predicting winter-like wind chill of about zero. Oh, come on. No way. Celsius. Oh. 32 degrees okay, Fahrenheit. Still. It's from the Weather Service. First pitch for 2.10 p.m. with strong wind. Holy cow. I, I, is that my, right? my policy is I think all baseball should open up in warm weather cities for the first two weeks. Can't you just buy some time? Why didn't they? Right there when they were wow. right when they were doing some fun stuff. Jeez. That's, that's crazy. That's that's tough. Have you what's the coldest baseball game you sat out? Because I'm sure you sat out in snow for football. For football. Windshield count? Uh sure. Into the thirties. Really? For the baseball yeah. game? Wow. Yeah, and it was like early April. See, and that's the and thing. if you're in the shadowy part of the park, that's awful. Oh, Right, because then you just got the wind blowing your uh, the cold wind. That's tough, man. I know you, you know, people that live up there, you're probably used to the conditions, but Not still, that's really, no. no. I was at Ohio State games where it was sleeting and so snowing, it's, it's still and it's like 20 below. Ugh. They're playing football, and you're freezing in the stands going, why am I here? Kansas City's going to be cold today. St. Louis, it's going to be cold in Cincinnati. Jeez. Oh. It's yeah, you're right. Then why wouldn't they have moved uh, all these teams to like warmer places? Maybe there's events in the park. I don't know. Could we see some snow for yes. opening week? I want wow. to snow out. Yeah, let's go. <laughs> well, maybe that's also an excuse to uh, miss school or work today if you're living up there because staying with the theme of Major League Baseball on opening day. Yes. Major League Baseball has officially come out with their to whom it may concern excuse slip. <laughs> that they have posted on social media. Oh, that's oh, great. Really? <laughs> oh, that's cool. That's it's fun. A, See, they made up for the cold temperatures. They did. So they put it's an official thing too. It says at MLB and has their insignia on an opening day 2023 sponsored by Chevrolet. Like it's all on there. It's oh, an official wow. letterhead. And it says, please excuse so and so so you can fill in your name and the reason why. And it says they become an integral part of the whatever team. And so we appreciate you understanding, and you can tweet at us if you have any questions. That's Isn't awesome. that neat? So That's you can brilliant. use that for school, for work, bring that into the boss today, and show the teacher whatever Should you Should use that do. any day. Yes, that's right. <laughs> it's, wow. It's good for six months. <laughs> it does have a shelf life. That's oh, right. That's, funny. that's pretty cool. So it's a cool thing they do. Good for them. Outstanding. All right. More on that. More on, Speaking of sports, more on our FAU Owls send-off from Boca Raton Ooh. yesterday and what the local mayor and some local businesses are saying about it. Yeah, they're happy. Everybody's happy. They're already seeing increased business. Good for them. And I think if you're a stuntman, you want to work for uh, Keanu Reeves as John Wick. That's pretty cool what Sounds he Sounds like a lot it? of fun. Yeah. All right, I then, like him. Then more coming up next. The East South Florida Morning Show. Keep it here. They're just, you know, besides themselves, really, you know. And very proud of the team. The guys have shown a lot of grit, yeah. a lot of uh, fight. Uh, they don't give up, right? So, um, you know, there's a lot to learn from that. For small businesses and the city in general, it just puts us really on the map. Boca Raton is not known to be this, like, young, vibrant city, and it really is. A couple of local business owners in Boca Raton feeling the benefits, the effects of FAU's Final Four appearance, and maybe beyond, who knows? Should be great. Uh, they Yesterday, they left uh, FAU, nice little send-off. Three buses. I was kind of surprised. You know, I, 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 I didn't think a, a basketball team had that much equipment, but I guess so. Oh, they're right. tall. They get spread out. Okay, Jen. that's true too. They probably they fit take five a, to a bus. You know, that's true. <laughs> <laughs> What's the average height of these guys? What was that team, Dean? Or you told me it was the shortest team around? That was uh, fairly Dickinson, actually, and that FAU beat them in the second round. But FAU is not a very tall team. I think they're like somewhere in the two hundreds. So as far as height is concerned, so they're not a very tall team. But then again, I'm not sure where San Diego State ranks. So. Who knows? Yeah. They sound tall. They do sound no, tall, no, don't no, they? they? sound tall. Sound defense. <laughs> sound. <laughs> Who knows? Wow. Here's uh, the mayor, too, talking about it. Scott Singer. The exposure we're getting 
both for the university and just the city as, as a whole, is incredible because we have a whole nation talking about the ballers from Boca, the boys from Boca. It's a great, great chance for us to tell our story. And it was a nice send-off, like you said, Jen, from the camps, the main campus at, uh, at FAU. Good they for did a them. Good job. Here's one of the We're fans. We're just so excited. They've been killing it. We just can't wait to watch them win. Again, it's been so awesome. So they're in Houston. They got a couple of days practice. I'm sure they get. They're trying to keep their schedule as normal as possible, says Dusty May, the coach. And then the game is on Saturday. They have the first one, but they're both on Saturday night. Yeah, one's at six oh nine, and yeah. the other one's at eight thirty nine or eight twenty nine or something like that. It's on the nines. That's all I know. So I, I would assume if you go into any bar, not only a sports bar, but any bar on Saturday night, it'll be all Final Four. Yeah. Well, they could, yeah. Anywhere. It showed anyway. It's going to be crazy. So good for them, though. And it's, even though there's been so many underdogs in this thing, I guess the ratings for the Final Four this year, the, the entire tournament this year have been great. Well, and I think it's probably because of all the upsets. Yeah. You know, people love to see the mighty fall, but then they love to see the Cinderella team come back and win. So, it's. I mean, I, I would assume FAU is probably the biggest Cinderella team out of this year, isn't it? It has to be. Yeah, I mean, well, San Diego State, I mean, well, that's that's the thing. I mean, you have two five seeds with UConn, I mean, with Miami and San Diego State, UConn's a four, so, mm. I mean, this whole thing, any one of these teams could have been considered the underdog, and, and now they're all are. going yeah. to the Final Four. Look at that. Good for them. <laughs> Excellent. Good for them. Well, the Vatican's out with an update this morning. They say Pope Francis spent a peaceful night in a Rome hospital. He has been treated for a respiratory infection. It's pretty serious stuff for an 86-year-old guy. Pretty serious stuff for anybody, and if you're 86, it's even worse. Yeah, hopefully he's going to be okay. They say he's going to be there a couple of days. Uh, is this not the same Pope that was going to retire like eight months ago? Because he wasn't doing thought. so great. I thought he was like that. Thought they had it all lined up. Yeah, like he was going to he was going to take like one more month. This yeah, was early summer, and that was it. Yeah, and there was even talk that an American would actually become the Pope for the first time ever in yeah. the history of the Catholic Church. Good luck with that. That's yeah, never going to happen. But they're very hopeful. They're optimistic, they're saying. An Italian news agency, they're optimistic. He will uh, be back in time for Palm Sunday's celebration this weekend. That's just like a couple of days away. I know. So, be, wow. It'll be a quick turnaround from the hospital You're for the Pope. You're not kidding. Yeah. Yeah, that'd be nice to see. Mm. I mean, I mean just take an average 86-year-old. How, yeah. how, you know, how agile are they? This guy's, like, really sick, and he's going to be doing mass in a couple of days? I, I mean, gosh, I mean, yeah, to your point, I remember reading, like, six, eight months ago that he was getting ready to retire, just like Pope Benedict did. I thought we were going to, by this time, we'd have, like, you know, we'd, we'd be looking for white smoke or black smoke. Do they have a new pope? Do they not? Whatever. Yeah. Remember the last Stuck one? Around. This guy when they picked him? It was, oh, white smoke, white smoke. Oh, yeah. Yeah, they got a pope. Can you believe that was 10 years? <laughs> Wait a minute. Ten years ago? Has or it been 11? that long? It's been a while. It has, yeah. Long time. Ten or eleven we years sat ago. Here, we were together then, because you and I sat here and watched it. Wow. wow. Well, not out the window. Jen turns around, she goes, there's white smoke. No, that's the power plant. <laughs> <laughs> no, remember it was at night, and they had smoke, and they couldn't tell whether it was black or white. I was right. like, okay, this oh, is like yeah. ridiculous. It's at night. They don't know. <laughs> smoke Jeez. watch. Smoke crazy. <laughs> uh, and I think in movie news, I think what you want to do if you're on the stunt team, or, you know, you're a stunt person anyway, you want to work for Keanu Reeves in one of these John Wick movies because he's one of the producers now. This was kind of cool. Yeah, usually, you know, you hear about guys. I think uh, like Tom Cruise does it for all like is the guys on the, the stunt team with him. <laughs> he buys them, you know, exotic presents. But I guess what Keanu Reeves did, he got all the guys together for the John Wick Chapter 4 stunt crew. And he got all of them. First, he got them all personalized Rolex watches. 
And then yeah, that's, the, that's the big gift. Uh, hello, right? that's a nice gift. But then he gave all of them personalized shirts with a number on them and the John Wick logo and the whole nine yards. And the number corresponded to the number of times they died during the film. <laughs> <laughs> one guy had one guy got a twenty-four. He was killed twenty-four separate times. I didn't realize it's the same people getting killed in all these movies. Oh yeah, it's, I bet you they love it. It's it, so this the, he said it was one of the greatest things around. One guy got killed. They said in one scene six times. Same guy six times in one scene. Boy. Holy cow. That's a lot of edits and a lot of cuts. You're not kidding. For reference, I guess one of the most demanding fight sequences in John Wick 4, 35 stunt performers on a set of steps in Paris. I didn't see the movie yet. I'm not sure what they're referencing, but wow. And that's where that guy got killed six times. That was the scene. (laughs) Wow. How stupid am I that I didn't realize they used the same stunt guys over and over again? Well, it's not something you usually think about because it's, I you thought know, they, they were make all it different look people. like it's the main yeah. guy. Yeah, holy cow. Who gets to play him? I don't know. He gets he gets cut up a lot, though. But he also kills how many people? Oh, yeah. If you got tw- one guy is wearing a shirt that says 24 on it, and, and there's like 30 of them, how many people got killed in this movie? One of the guys we work with saw it, and he goes, oh, a lot of people died. Good. A lot. A yeah. lot more than the first. Well, that's what you're looking for. <laughs> I was like, that's why I'll never go see one of these movies. So I guess we can also take from this there's not going to be a John Wick 5, because otherwise you'd have to print out more shirts. I guess. I don't know. I, didn't they say this was pretty much it? I think so. That his was his last time. But again, it made more money than the predecessor. That one made more money than its predecessor. It, it, get him remember, Hollywood's all based on money. Mm-hmm. If they tell him they're going to pay him, you know, twenty million dollars to come back and do a John Wick five, I'm sure he'll come back. Right. Well, I, it's who wouldn't? Pretty awesome. It's pretty nuts is what that is. All right, very cool. Coming up the nine o'clock hour, we've got all kinds of stuff to talk about. Uh, Ron DeSantis took a big hit yesterday. Should be interesting to see. Big win for Disney. Yeah. Well, he, what um, a plot twist in that one. They it, thought it was done. Boy, the mouse beat him. It looks like. And some, uh, some. Opening day stuff for baseball to talk about. Our buddy Mattress Mac is back, and I think he's made a massive bet already. Really? Yeah. He's from Houston, right? So yeah. are they the Astros? Is that who they are? Yeah. Okay. Should be interesting. It's just under $2 million bucks for his team to win. Are you this, kidding this me? This guy's unstoppable. Oh, and he already broke the record from last year's World Series win. Remember him? Oh, that's right. And But this year he lost on the, the final four. He lost $4 million. Nah, I didn't care about that. Oh, my God. <laughs> <laughs> and more coming up next. The East South Florida Morning Show. Keep it here. It's the South Florida Morning Show with and Bill Adams on News Talk 850 WFTL. Play ball, Jen. Absolutely. Play ball. Diener's pitching it to you right now. I had to laugh. And it were almost, I, th- I, just, I think it's a great thing. I think it's a great uniting thing. We need sports. We need entertainment for the nation, right? Right. Just had to laugh when you started to bring up some of these winter temperatures. <clears throat> here's uh, here's Boston at first pitch at 2 o'clock. 35 degrees, 25 mile per hour, per hour wind. Oh. oh, that's terrible. You want to sit in that? So that means it's going to feel like zero. Oh, dear. Ooh. And then they got to play in it. And it's similar. In some of the other cities, St. Louis is going to be awful today. Jeez. <laughs> well, okay. Kansas how did, City's raw. Did they? How do they pick who gets home opener? Oh, like just, the Marlins are at home, right? The, Marlins are at home. Four, four, ten. First okay, pitch, they, so, they take I on mean, the Mets. No a, problem in that weather. That's a smart move. Arizona, you know, it L.A. Sh- it should be just warm weather cities for the first ten, two weeks, as far as you can go. How many teams are playing Arizona? 
Just one? One. Diamondbacks? Okay. Right. That's what they're called, right? Diamondbacks? Yeah. Um, and then you have California's got a bunch, but you don't want to go to San Francisco. They're getting hit with a snowstorm. And they're opening up. It's Milwaukee and Chicago today to take on the Cubs. That's going to oh, be cold. F- <laughs> Gosh. There's nothing you could do, but I mean, still. All right, it's still great, though. they still got some wow. good ideas. I think it's going to be big. They said the average fans planning on seeing a game in person this year will go to three games. That's good. That's really good. Most expensive team to go see? Yankees. The Yankees and the Red Sox, both on top. 60 bucks ticket. Most hated team? Yankees, Yankees and Red Sox. And Red Sox. <laughs> <laughs> You're right. Uh, the Arizona and Miami, the lowest price to get in at 20 bucks a ticket. Okay. On average, sure. Yeah. I don't agree with this, though. According to this survey, this study, that once you get inside the ballpark and you've paid for your tickets, you'll spend $51 on each person. I'm thinking, you're spending 51 bucks just on the, the hot dogs and the beers for a couple of people. You could easily rack up that at a concessions. Easily. Because even if it's the cheaper ballparks, talking about you know Miami and you know, concessions, it's at least 9 bucks for a beer. At least. Easily. How much does it cost to park? Yeah, well, that's another thing. Depending on the part, right? Right. You know what? You want to get up close. It's thirty-five bucks, forty bucks. Sometimes it depends on where you are. Before I used to remember when Miami used to play at the old Orange Bowl. You paid, you know, some guy fifty bucks to park on his front lawn. Oh my God! It used I, to be crazy. I think I went to a Dolphins game down at the old Orange Bowl once. I swear to God, I think I left my car at some guy named Chicken George's lawn. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I just. I was fully expecting that thing not to be there when I was coming back. <laughs> yeah, or it's up, it was great. It was up like, up there on blocks, go. no wheels. <laughs> it's like okay. <laughs> I, pay, I paid him twenty bucks and my car. <laughs> <laughs> right. Well, there's they, it's it's crazy, but still now they they charge you for parking, and everything's once you get inside it's expensive. God forbid your kid wants a jersey. Oh my God. Yeah. Forget it. That's an eighty-five to one hundred and twenty-five dollar hit. We'll get the we'll get that on Amazon, kid. Yeah, wait till we get home. But I think if if and it looks as though it's going to work with this pitch clock with the, with baseball, when they reduce games to like under two hours, that'll send TV ratings through the roof. I think it'll send more people to the ballparks too. Absolutely, you get tired of sitting there watching I, this stuff. I think it's like it'll be okay, a, come it's on. Already been a massive hit. They get wow. this thing down, working like clockwork. Perfect. Yeah. You know what? Do they move the seventh inning stretch up? <laughs> To like the fourth inning now? Cut off half the song. Go. Let's go. You only you stretch your st- arms. You don't have to stretch in the seventh anymore because we're actually done, you know? I mean, it's, by the time you do the stretch, the game's over. So. Yeah, you stretch while the game, while they're pitching, yeah. yeah it'd be, I, it's interesting to see. I, I think it's a great idea they're, they're speeding things up. Holy cow. No kidding. About darn time. FAU plays Saturday night, right, guys? Saturday night, baby. Three buses uh, left. No police. I didn't see a police escort. I was right behind the last bus. I did not see any police anywhere. I was kind of shocked. I figured they'd have a big fanfare, you know, like cars behind them. Like, you know, when people get married, they get the just married cars and all these people screaming and yelling. There was nothing. It was just three buses. And they had their send-off at the school. That was nice. That was cool. You don't want to bother them on the road. Just one crazy lady who works in radio chasing the three buses. <laughs> we have a traffic incident. <laughs> oh, come on. It's, it's, it's exciting for these guys. Yeah. You know, it's a whole team. Good for them. Hopefully they win tomorrow. Uh, you go anywhere. Uh, I mean, Saturday night, you're going to find the final four on in any bar, any sports place, any restaurant that has a, any place that has a TV will have the final four on. Excellent. Good for them. Good for them. Uh, news-wise, I know it's unbelievable it took this long, but check this out. The Senate has voted to end the nation's COVID-19 emergency. Finally? 
Yay. Haven't had an emergency in a year and a half, but it's over. Gosh. They passed the resolution 68-23 to end it. Okay. So there are 23 elected officials who wanted to keep this going. Please. <laughs> All from New York. Um, let me ask you this. There are t- two separate places that I go to. I'm not going to mention what hospitals they're affiliated with, but they're both affiliated with hospitals that are based in New York. Uh-huh. And you go in. You can't get through the front door until you put a mask on. They hand you a mask as you walk in. I believe it. And I'm like, really? I think that's Stan. Really? In hospitals, probably. You may want to do that for yourself anyway. Hospital. I don't know. Well, I'm not saying funny. anything against any particular hospital, but a lot of them are just absolutely rife with viruses now. Yeah, but you know, some of these are clinics. Some of these are doctor's offices. Right. I was like, you're going to be kidding me. You want me to put a mask? And then you get in with the doctor. He doesn't have a mask on either. <laughs> and they're looking at you like, yeah, we don't understand <laughs> it either. I'm like, okay. Uh, this bill, by the way, the end the COVID emergency is now on its way to President Biden's desk. Can you imagine if he didn't sign this? Off. This was supposed to end in May, wasn't it? So they moved it up, basically. I think this wasn't this supposed to end in May. It was slated to end in May, so now they've moved it up, which is a good thing. You know, I don't know. Do you know anybody who wears a mask anymore? Like, per- well, I, I see them. I don't know them personally. Yeah, I don't know anybody personally. But the, this one particular place I was in yesterday, all the employees are forced to wear a mask. You're forced to wear a mask in, and all of the employees are like, we don't understand why this is going on. Yeah, if, like, if it's a med- if it's a hospital though, I don't know. I don't know. When I was in, even when I was in ICU from my heart, you know, the nurses would walk in with masks on, but a lot of times the doctors would walk in, they didn't have a mask on. <laughs> Nothing's gonna kill her. I'm thinking, you know, well, I, if anybody should be complaining, it should be me. You right. Just cracked me open like a clam. But I mean, you know, it's <laughs> like I, I didn't, I didn't mind. You know, it's like okay, probably just got people in trouble. I'm sorry. But it's I, I just think it's it's a moot point at this at this stage of the game. That's all. Oh, I yeah, I'd agree with you. But we said this a million times. We all know people. Well, we we know that people there's they're out there that'll wear a mask. You'll never see them without a mask again forever for all eternity till the end of time. They've You're been right. Scared and I, and I'm talking about the people that don't have a medical emergency. They don't have an immunocompromised person at home. Whatever. There's no reason for it. But they've been scared by the media so badly over this thing. It's true. They've taken nine shots. Well, you know, yeah. whatever. And they, they glow will, in the dark. They will. They'll live in fear their whole lives. You know what's going to happen? Wow. Uh, by the way, speaking of uh, drugs and, and COVID and other things, the FDA, FDA approved Narcan for over-the-counter sales. They say it'll be available at big box retailers, convenience stores, even vending machines by the end of this summer. Good. That's a, that's that's a, good, a good thing. Good that's thing. A, that's a lifesaver. So if you Absolutely. Sign, somebody's uh, having a drug-related overdose, Narcan, and what it does is it takes all the – it sucks up all the receptors. So the, like the – you know, it goes to certain receptors in your brain, the drug, to make you overdose and, and get you that euphoric feeling. When you give somebody Narcan, all those drug receptors go to the Narcan and it sucks them all up. So it sucks up all the bad stuff. It's an amazing invention. Thank God. It saved a lot of lives. It Thank should be goodness. in every office. I, I'm surprised it isn't. So hopefully they say they'll keep the prices affordable and you'll be able to get it uh, almost anywhere. Right on. Which is nice. Save a couple of lives. Yeah, that's going to help for sure. Here's a, here's a, do you remember this crazy story we had just the other day about that Senate staff member for Rand Paul? Oh, he the was, one that got attacked. He yeah. was attacked. They know him now. It's a guy who stabbed in D.C. He's oh. expected to make a full recovery, but it was bad. Thank goodness. And Philip Todd, he was in bad shape. Totally random attack. Saturday night, he was leaving a restaurant. 
His parents gave him an update yesterday. Gave an update on him yesterday. Wow. He's 26. Fractured his skull. Had surgery. <gasps> credited a friend for saving his life and thanked his employer, Senator Rand Paul, for visiting. He had uh, served just uh, 12 years. Uh, the guy. Listen to this. The attacker had served 12 years in the Maryland prison. Had just been released the day before. Oh, of course. So much. For He's back behind prison bars, reform. By the way. Oh, they didn't let him out on uh, no bail. Well, we'll see. <laughs> Jeez. Yeah, we'll see. It's, it's but at least that staffer's going to have. That's a good they, news there. He's going to make a full God. recovery. They think because that was that was looking bad. It's Washington D.C.'s become quite. Uh, it's like Atlanta. Oh yeah. Is Buckhead still trying to recede? Yep. And become their own little town. They want to secede from the city of Atlanta. Get away from Atlanta. Well, uh, when was the last time you saw something like that? No, never. But it's it's. All of these big cities that are, have, you know, uh, defund the police department, no uh, cash bail, repeat offenders are let loose uh, again and again and again. You, you can't help but think if I'm a repeat offender, okay, and I, and I, you know, I like mugging people or I like, you know, assaulting people and, and robbing them and I know there's going to be no penalty for it, why wouldn't I just continue to do it? Yeah. And, and that's the and message they, you send. And they know that. Yeah. They know that they have a prosecutor and and they'll let them out. Sure. Yeah. Which is why that guy in in L.A., Gascon, they try to get rid of him. By the way, they fell short in that one. But this uh, one of the district attorneys, deputy district attorney, his name is Jonathan Hatami. He is known for convicting child killers in Los Angeles. He's like really hard on crime. He's running against Gascon. So hopefully they'll get rid of that one. That guy's crazy. That's what he lets anybody loose. It's the first step to save some of these cities. I really I really think it is. Well, I think people are fed up. Yep. You know, the crime's gone through the roof, and they're tired of people getting killed and robbed. Um, remember Carol Baskin from Tiger King leaving How? Tampa? One, oh. of the few, one of the few people leaving Florida. She's heading out. Yeah, there's, there's more to this story, I swear. It's got to be. Yeah. She stands to make a lot of money, I think. Yeah, what do I say when there's always a question? Follow the money, Bill. We're going to have to hear from Joe Exotic on this one. Uh-oh. I hope somebody calls him on the prison <laughs> phone out there. Where's he, Oklahoma, <laughs> wherever? Get him, on the, get him on the horn there, Diener. Oh, yeah. my God. <laughs> Got that in uh, quite the turnabout for Disney versus DeSantis. Ooh. Might have to add an extra chapter to the book because this wasn't done. No. And I bet you he's livid this morning. All right. Then more coming up next. The South Florida Morning Show. Keep it here. While you're at it, don't forget about this. 850WFTL.com and on the app, that's where you find the Morning Show blog. We had to put up the uh, little preview they have for Jeremy Renner, you know, for the Avengers. He plays uh, Hawkeye. Did a, it's a little preview of the interview he's going to have with Diane Sawyer that's going to air. What is it, Monday, Jen? Yeah. And, uh, oh boy, for a guy that went through what he went through, he really looks and sounds great. It, it, she starts off, I guess, this interview, and she lists every bone in his body that was broken. And there were like 45 of them, most of them in his face. His face and then one leg in particular. Uh, he talks about, and, and, and we're going to play a little clip here, but he talks about what happened was he was digging his nephew's car out of the snow. Were they Tahoe? Is that what you said it was, right? Lake Tahoe, right. And he had to get out of the, the snow cap, which weighs how many pounds, you said? 14,000 pounds on him. So he gets out of the snow cat to go help, I don't know, hand dig or do something. And all of a sudden, his nephew starts yelling, you know, it's moving. And the snow cat is actually running toward his nephew on its own with no driver. Jeremy Renner, I guess, apparently tried to jump into it to stop it and get control of it and slid underneath it instead and gets run over by the machine. I don't know how it stopped. 
I don't know if it hit something. We never we never or, did or get that. Going. Who if knows? It kept going. Who knows? But uh, apparently there was there were significant injuries to this poor man. His quote from it that stands out is, "I chose to survive. You're not going to kill me. No way." Wow. Here's a little piece of the preview. I do it again. You do it again. Yeah, I do it again. Because it's going right at my nephew. Yeah. Then they Jeez. talk to the nephew who looks like a, you know, ski bum. He looks like a snowboarder. Just yeah, a kid. But it's uh, Jeremy Renner's sister, apparently. You know, the kid's mom seems to be there the whole time, too. But he's an amazing story. It, it really is. He said if it wasn't for his 10-year-old daughter, he may not have made it. He said she was his inspiration. So, But his sister was with him constantly, and, and uh, which is nice to see. He's got a nice relationship with the sister and his family, obviously. His nephew, if he jumped into the machine to mm-hmm. try to save his nephew. Right. Uh, so it, it's, it's interesting to see what happened. But hopefully, what's incredible is he's alive. He has said, however, with the exception of the renovations show that's going to air sometime in April, the next couple of weeks, and he's going to be there for the grand opening of the unveiling of the first episode, uh, he's done with acting. He says he doesn't want to do it anymore. So he says now. I mean, things may change in the future. Doesn't have to. I mean, you're an Avenger. You're loaded. Well, remember the Hawkeye series? Yep. That was good, too. Yeah, that was a good one. He was, it was him and that, that girl. I forget who the girl was, but that was, that was a really good show. So wow. he did that, and he did all the you know movies. He doesn't need to do anything else. Good for him. I was worried about it. I thought we were going to lose him. Wow. He said, oh, you know what else she asked him? Uh, you know, did you lose consciousness during this? She goes, no, I was awake for the whole thing. <gasps> I never blacked out once. That in itself is I incredible. Know. Because usually when you're in that kind of pain, you, you pass out from the pain. Oh. Or the loss of blood, because they said he lost a ton of blood. How he, he, he stayed alive. He's like Superman. He really is Hawkeye in real life. He's going to be okay. I thought I thought he'd be you know wow. a mess for years, but he looks and sounds great. Good. That's great. Good for him. Uh, tough news coming in here. We told you about this story. Fatalities expected. Two military helicopters, two Blackhawks crashed in Kentucky last night. Mm. Not good. Governor Andy Bashir was tweeting about the incident. It took place near Fort Campbell. Cra- collided somehow. Nobody knows how. They're investigating it about 10 p.m. Ugh. That's, a, that's sad. And they hold a lot of people, those Black Hawk oh, helicopters. Gosh. Were there any survivors? Does that happen? I don't no, know. Everybody on each helicopter died. That's horrible. Ugh. You, get the, you know what? It, 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 being in the military is bad enough, especially if your son or your daughter or your loved one or whoever it is in your family is sent overseas or sent to a war-torn area or, you know, you don't have contact with them for months. These are people that you could probably talk to on a daily basis because sure. they're at a camp in the United States, and you assume they're safe. And then something like the horrific like this happens. Oh, that's just... That Am just I reading this wrong, or does apart. it just seem like we're having more military accidents than ever before? Or is it reported more? It just seems that way, doesn't well, it? Well, it seems like there's more Blackhawks going down. Remember the movie Black Hawk Down? Uh, maybe yeah. That maybe. Was, obviously, it was a different but still there's been a lot of black hawk helicopter crashes as of late i don't know it's it's is it pilot error who knows i don't know not good all right well there are too many people leaving the sunshine state most of them are bringing business here but this lady's leaving hey all you cool cats and kittens carol baskin apparently packing up the cat ranch in in in, uh, tampa okay what do i always tell you when there is doubt as to why somebody is doing something what is the always the answer bill check the wood chipper check No. And follow the money. <laughs> follow the money. Uh, the Tampa's <laughs> Big Cat Rescue and Carol Baskin, she is merging, merging, so they say, with an organization out of Arkansas called the Turpentine Creek Wildlife Refuge. 
Uh, they have one of the highest standards for animal care in the sanctuary field. Sounds like a solid organization. So they are going to acquire all 41 cats from Big Cat Rescue. Why? What happens after that? Carol Baskin sells off the Big Cat Rescue land, which happens to be 67 acres in Tampa. To a developer, I'm sure. I, Not the I, state. I, I have no idea, but she said she's going to take the money from the sale and travel around the world and save cats. I, she probably will. You know what? But there so. goes that investigation. Still an open investigation, by the way. So maybe they had to close it to get this done. Still an investigation into her ex-husband that allegedly disappeared under mysterious circumstances. Yeah, well, you know. So you're not digging in that property for it anymore. Well, they're saying this is all going to be done by July. So if there's anything to come of it after they shut it down and they go in and they try to go through all the land and, you know, test for body parts that aren't tiger body parts. Okay. <laughs> Hillsborough County, looking at you. <laughs> <laughs> Let's get a confirmation on this investigation. Did he go through the meat grinder or not? Oh, God. Before it becomes. Yeah, but I, I mean, what happened? Kitty Acres. You got, <laughs> By DeVosta. You put, him, you put him through the meat grinder and you fed him to the animals. Uh, what's left of the guy? Allegedly. Allegedly. Well, they said, no. Well, Joe Exotic said, you go back, you investigate that ranch, you'll find all kinds of evidence. Remember? Yeah, that's Joe Exotic. Well, the guy's a lunatic. Jeez. It's the only. He's crazy. She's, cr- she's crazy. He's They're crazier. They're all crazy in that show. They are. That's There's what made it great. Not what, and it all started right here in Florida. Remember the opening scene? Some guy buying a cat. Right here. Out of a van, like in Hollywood or right something. Here. Right? Wasn't right it here. right here? Mm hmm. What, what, don't you have another clip of Joe Exotic saying something like, you have to kill me to shut me up? What's, I know we have a couple of these because oh. they're, they're just they're just. See, classics. You know, why do you encourage? <laughs> why? There's a reason why we held on to these. Oh, they're just they're classics. <laughs> they're timeless, Jen. No, you want that stupid song. And if you play that song, forget it. I'm, I'm not going to play this song. Oh, I found, that, I found that clip, Diener. Oh, yeah. The That's the one. Yeah. Lay down <laughs> Tiger King, baby. He still insists he's saying that, too. This guy's a lunatic. Remember that part where he says, here's here's my 19 CDs. (laughs) I listen to him when I drive around. Remember, he was in his truck. He's like, oh, it's pretty cool. I get to listen to myself while I'm driving around. That's pretty cool. Joe Exotic's got the window up and down. He hears this. Yeah! Diener's heard this so many times, he hits the chorus perfect. You hit that post. He knows how to time <laughs> it out. He could be a radio jock. <laughs> <laughs> I know it by heart. <laughs> oh, that's the one. That's that's so bad. <laughs> I knew you were going to dig that damn song up. You would think the What's stories of these folks would go <laughs> away after the show ended. No. They, no. You know how long ago that was? Uh, two, 2020. Yeah, three years ago. It's been a while. Huh? This time three years and ago, if, we were okay, just starting watching Tiger King. Let me ask you this. <laughs> if, if COVID hadn't hit, would Tiger King have been as big? No. Absolutely no. not. No one would know these lunatics. You know what else wouldn't have been as, as big? Still popular. TikTok. I don't think TikTok would have been as big TikTok as TikTok right now. The dancing nurses would still trigger me. That mm-hmm. was horrifying. That's right. Oh, who was dancing when Bill was oh, gone? Oh, the teachers who were oh, on strike. Oh, the teachers. Oh, I, I saw that. Did you Somebody see them dancing me. Some friend of mine sent it to me. He goes, oh. check this out. It's worse than the teachers. It, it, it was, it was the, awful. Oh, God. I lost my mind on the air. Diener was got coordinated dancers. Yeah. Veins were popping out and everything. Was bad. Yeah, I missed it. No, <laughs> we're so we're so busy and we're so, but we can coordinate da- dances with hundreds of people at once. Yeah. Yep. Oh boy. Yep. 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 <laughs> yep, yep, yep. All right. Yep.
we got to find some stories and talk about rapid fire one more time today. It's coming up shortly, a couple of minutes away, just past the bottom of the hour. Keep it here next. Time for Jen and Bill's Rapid Fire on News Talk 850 WFTL. Let's go see what's going on in the world. Jen's got the first story, which is what? Well, you know what? This seems to be in its seventh day now, and it's not, it got a lot of popularity at the very beginning of this trial, and now it's kind of waning. This guy that's suing Gwyneth Paltrow for calling her the serial you oh, know, skier, uh, killer, uh, he's crazy. He's going to get nothing. He's a bum. I, his name's Terry Sanderson. He is a former uh, optometrist. He's retired. Uh, he was on the stand again yesterday. He went on to blame Gwyneth Paltrow for three near-death experiences after the alleged ski collision. Now, Sanderson says Gwyneth Paltrow skied into him. This goes back to 2016, by the way. Yeah, that's Paltrow says he skied into her. She said, and this is where she lost a little faith for me, was she said, I thought I was, quote, and this is her words, not mine, getting sexually assaulted on on the ski slope when a set of skis came in between mine, spread my legs, arms came from behind me, grabbed me around my neck, and I'm thinking, oh, okay. Yeah. Do. But then they fell, okay? But this guy says he's blaming her for he messed up medicines and almost died of an overdose. They had to give him Narcan because of it. That he passed out once for like 45 minutes and didn't remember where he was because apparently it was a drug overdose but he's blaming her because he said he mixed up medicines again but he's saying i all these things so then his attorney goes well we have pictures of you that her attorneys are about to show he beat him to the punch of you in germany and morocco and in peru you're scuba diving he had the nerve to say my doctors told me the sooner i go back to my regular life the sooner my regular life would get back to me oh it's a good have, line that's, i was like wow i'd say that what happened to so his brain damage and all that this well, guy is a real yeah. character she and, was walking out of the court smirking Yesterday, so it looks like the, the the look of a win. Yeah, and then they showed a picture of him in his private plane with the seat next to him empty. He said, and it used to say, "My girlfriend, she left me because my personality changed." Oh my sweet I'm thinking, mercy! She left you because you're an idiot. He's <laughs> <laughs> a real piece so anyway, of work. I don't know how much it's supposed to wrap up today or by tomorrow. We we'll shall see. I think <laughs> I think Gwyneth is going to win. I came across. Just, I was watching a report on it, just happened to come across it. And they were showing like this animation. They had this whole thing. It was like JFK. I mean, they had oh, this they whole did, thing where they had these. They did an infographic? They did. Oh, that's where great. Where these two characters are coming down <laughs> the slope and they're recreating how they would have bumped into each other and fall down. Like, what are we doing? But then a second skier from the grassy knoll. That's right. <laughs> well, they're trying to say that what this guy said, this Terry so Anderson silly. said, how he depicted it was physically impossible for the way they both fell. The that magic, it couldn't have happened. A magic skier. So, <laughs> it was the snow snake. I'm just saying. Yeah, right. Okay. Wow. Well, uh, this is not good news. We were hoping they would not be this, but mm. uh, now they're coming out with the reports of at least nine soldiers oh, dead oh. after that Army Black Hawk helicopter crash. Two of them at the training mission in Kentucky near Fort Campbell. Uh, it happened at about 10 p.m. local time last night. They were currently focused on uh, caring for the service members and their families. More details will be released by the Pentagon. That's just awful, just sad. awful news. Well, uh, from the 101st Airborne. Yeah, right? yeah. 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 Screaming I, Eagles, right? Is that them? Yeah, I think so. 
Man, let's that's just pray for we feel for him. How does that happen? I know. I don't know. Exercise. Why do we hear about these kinds of mishaps all the time now? I don't know. That's right. Yeah, there was a a Blackhawk. I think that crashed just a couple weeks ago. Yeah. I, was it in Arkansas? Somewhere there. I mean, it makes you wonder know. if they're prone to mechanical error. I don't know, or yeah. if you don't have the right people in charge of training right now. Right, which may be the bigger question. I don't know. That seems what a scary. shame. It's sad. Prayers for him. Absolutely. Well, here's a good one. Remember yesterday was National Manatee Day? Yes. Right? What's today? Manatee Chip Day? Oh, I have no idea. But this <laughs> my, my, story, <laughs> my story comes the day after National Manatee okay. Day. Okay. Because a manatee just a few days ago was rescued. He Why? was entangled in a crab trap near Cocoa Beach. How does a manatee get stuck in a crab trap? I don't know. But they were said that wow. with, with the help of the Brevard Zoo and SeaWorld, which I'm not I guess they had representatives come up from Orlando to Jacksonville. Oh, they, they go all over uh, the they place. They go all I didn't over. Know that. It's when amazing. Bill and I were there, that's when we found out they rescued manatees because they had all these tanks in the back. With all these manatees that they rescued were like, how come no one knows about this that mm-hmm. you do? Wow. That was years ago. That's why they get so, you know, when all that controversy was happening when uh, with, the, with the killer whale. What was right. it called? Blackfish or something? Yeah. They... You know, the sad part of that story was no one was telling the part about how many rescues they do. It's amazing. Yeah. The rehab, too. I didn't know that. I guess I, I didn't know they traveled all all around yeah. to, to yeah. Uh, help out. But, yeah, they did. They, with uh, the Brevard Zoo, they were able to help the poor little manatee who was stuck in the crab trap, got him out, and they took him over to uh, Jacksonville Zoo for, for his little manatee rehab. Good job. It's going to be okay. Yay. Yes. All right. On, on well, Manatee Day. How do you like on that, right? Day. <laughs> <laughs> he must have known. Today, the two of you need to go to Walmart. Why is that? And you better get there soon because this is only for a limited time, and I'm sure they're going to sell out quickly. Cup of Noodles now has breakfast-flavored ramen noodles. Ramen noodles? Ramen noodles that taste like sausage, eggs, pancakes, and maple syrup combined. Oh, no. They Uh, say the classic diner breakfast in a cup is even better if you pour more maple syrup on top. Oh, no. Each cup, buck eighteen. What, is there inflation now on ramen noodles? Weren't those like 44 cents? I know, that was the whole appeal for ramen noodles. Nobody ever liked them, but they were dirt cheap. (laughs) I I will share with you that the label apparently says all ingredients are artificially flavored. Yeah, I would think so. (laughs) Pretty sure. This is one of those things that, just on the flavor alone, it sounds like a good idea. But again, you combine all these things. Disaster. God. Maybe if you had, like, I don't know, sausage and grits flavored ramen noodles, <laughs> that would be okay? Or? I don't know. Uh, they that's, say that's it much. sounds like all of them taste all of them. Like, I know. No, thanks. The environment's your Willy Wonka where they're chewing the gum, and it's like the three-course meal in the gum. Yeah. <laughs> I'm, getting, I'm, I'm getting apple pie. <laughs> I got meatloaf. <laughs> the baked potato. Wow. Well, this is a little something to look forward to. Dungeons and Dragons. Oh, yeah. Honor Amongst Thieves projected to bank between 30 and 40 million bucks in opening weekend in the North American box office yeah. because tonight's premiere night, don't forget. Is it really? I just saw the trailer for it. Chris Pine's in that. He I'm is like, in there. I Mich- gotta go watch this movie because Chris Pine's in it. Right, and Michelle Rodriguez. Oh, wow. Uh, Sophie Lillis, Justin Smith, and Hugh Grant is in it, too. Hugh Grant is in that? Is he a bad guy? Uh, Hugh he's Grant? gotta be. He's always he play a, a good guy these days. He's always a bad guy lately. See, this is weird for me. I mean, I never got into Dungeons & Dragons. Right. My mom would never allowed me to even approach that game. You're summoning up. the devil! That's exactly it, yes. It was like Stranger Things with the parent meetings. <laughs> yeah. Are you kidding so, me? They were playing 12 hours a day, those kids. Oh, yeah, absolutely. But... 
for people who played it, I mean, that was like their life. So I'm watching the trailer for this movie, and they kind of made like, like like a lark out of it. Like, it's kind of like a jokey movie, you know, funny type of thing. I thought if you're going to make a Dungeons & Dragons movie, you'd make it more serious, like right. hold true to the story. I, don't know, I was like a big fan of it. I might think, I don't want to see this. It looks like they just completely ripped apart my childhood to make a funny movie out of it. Well, you got to make fun of the dorks. I guess. I mean, I don't know. Oh, they made it look like a comedy. <laughs> I don't know. I, mean, I guess it's going to be good, though. People are giving it good reviews. Chris know. Pine's in it. That's all you need to know. Maybe they get too nerdy about it. I I'm not, definitely not going to go out to see it. Nah. No. We'll see if it comes to me on streaming yes. free. I think the next in about movie, two weeks. Yeah. Yeah, yeah maybe. Time. Yeah. We'll probably see the Mario Brothers movie because that comes out next week. That I do want to see. Yes. Do you really? That, oh, my gosh. Even yeah. though what's-his-name doesn't even sound like yeah, he's Italian. I know. Who cares? But it looks really good. So there's this woman. Has this, guy, has this ever happened to you guys if you're like renovating a place? She's this British woman in Hampshire, right? In, in England, it's pronounced mm-hmm. Hampshire, right? Not Ham, Hampshire. Hampshire, England. She's 32. Her name is Hannah Otto. She purchased this house back in 2020. She's been renovating it ever since. It was a fixer upper. Okay. So she thought, all right, you know, I know there's work to do, but yeah, I can do it. I'm pretty handy. Well, after renovating some of the flooring, where she took off the tile and found carpet underneath, she thought, oh my God, who did that? This, is, this <laughs> house is going to be interesting as I continue. And she wasn't wrong because as she went to go renovate the shower because she was starting to grow mold behind the tile, oh, she uh. found a second shower behind the shower <laughs> that she was renovating. So they just boarded up the old shower instead of ripping it out. Who and, are these people? Oh my God. <laughs> they also put tile on a rug. Yes, okay, that's right. Let's, let's it's like a secret house. Yes. She wanted to cover things up. They're sure there wasn't another stuff. family like living inside, like in the basement, and they used that shower as their own? Maybe. I don't know. <laughs> they, underneath people. They covered it. It, had, it was like almost like a half a bathroom. It had a, like a full body mirror. It had this whole big shower inside. I, that's creepy to me. It was creepy. I mean, what else is hidden there? She's like, I'm kind of scared to find what else. In rooms like yeah, that. like what else am I going to find inside the walls? <laughs> Stuff just covered up. <laughs> so she put, of course, she put the whole thing on TikTok. And oh, of course. She's gone viral since then because that's where things go viral. that's where everything goes. That's it. Uh, you knock that house down and start over. Right? <laughs> Sorry. I mean, I, I couldn't deal with that. No. Nothing's like that happened to you, though, right? Where and you... then she found an old man actually taking a shower right. behind her shower. Hey, what are you doing? It's <laughs> privacy here. Oh well, God. maybe she'll find some money in the walls. Yeah, right. That's I, what I thought it was going to be. You know? No, that would, that that would, would be freak me out too much. All these secret rooms she's finding, no. they're just No, these are just idiots over. that didn't know how to fix something. And they just boarded it up and went around it. I guess so. You know? Yeah. Okay, who puts tile on top of a rug? Sounds like <laughs> Instead of ripping yeah. the rug out and all the glue and everything else and then putting the right stuff down. They're just very bad. She called it a DIY nightmare. It sounds like it. Yeah. <laughs> She's looking for help. Jeez. I hope she gets it. Yeah. That's a sure. shame. Okay. I'm supposed to do another story. No, you're I... done. Oh, okay. That's it. We're done. I got a great story about King Charles. Did you see what happened to him in Germany yesterday? No. Oh, pretty... he's on the road? Yeah, he went to Germany. Didn't really? go to France. He was supposed to go to France, and he canceled it because of all the, the unrest that they're burning down yeah. the city in Paris. Every once in a while, Paris has some riots. You know, it just has to happen. Every now and then, they've been, <laughs> they've been rioting for like two weeks. All right, we got that. Some other headlines and uh, opening day and your FAU Owls. All next. The self Little Morning Show. Keep it here. Well, that's the same uh, sentiment echoed by Coach Dusty May of the FAU. Well, it's another Wednesday, and uh, just like we've done the last five, six, eight Wednesdays, whatever the case, we're, we're ready to play a game. Boy, that guy. I like that guy. I think his toughest job is to keep that team just focused. You can't keep all the distractions out. 
But oh, man, on. he's done a good job so far, hasn't he? Yeah, you got to give him credit, but I, I think now it's going to be uh, it's going to be a real fight. You get to you know how many guys are on this team? Uh, Fourteen altogether, maybe, right? Something like that. All of a sudden, here's a little town, here's a little school from Boca Raton, Florida, that no one knew about two weeks ago. Now every international sporting sportscaster sports team is looking at you saying you could feasibly be going to you know the nba because of this right and how how does that not affect you as far as your ego i'd be like yeah baby we're like on top of the world now and high school friends and family members that actually have your phone number yeah blowing up yeah i haven't heard from you in four years yeah it's you kidding me it's it this changes you regardless and so to keep these kids their feet on the ground is going to be tough and so far, he seems to be doing a good job. So hopefully they keep their head in the game, as they say, and they win tomorrow night. Oh, I keep on thinking today's Friday. Saturday night, and then they go on. When's the final four? Monday? The Monday final? night. Late, Late Monday night. Why do they do that? Like a, like a 9.20 tip-off. So they get one day off? Yeah. They get a Sunday off, and that's it? But they've had a few days rest, though. You know what? But that's good. That's what I, another thing people love about the tournament. It's like, bam! Game after game. Yeah, it's it's yeah, it's the, especially the first weekend. They play how many games? The first sixteen games, the right. first day, sixteen, the second day. Right. Then they just keep going. It's like holy cow. So the Vegas odds are against them, but what, nothing's been right about this tournament so far. Well, I mean, who's the only one with experience? One team, UConn. Yeah. It's the only team that's ever been to the Final Four before. And, and not this group too. So that's it's like crazy. all new. Yeah. You know what? And I, you can't tell me. You can't tell me being the underdog doesn't play a role. These kids want to win, and that's it. the whole the whole temperament, your whole thought process that has a huge effect on the game. Sometimes it's it's to your advantage too because you don't know any better. Yeah, could be. They have well, it's different. You can't really say that now, but they went into this saying they have nothing to lose. And that changes your your whole personality and attitude towards it. Well, last week, you weren't here. You were on vacation, and that was my take. Here's a bunch of kids from Boca Raton playing just to play at Madison Square Garden. Not even to think about winning a game, but to play at Madison Square Garden. Just just to set foot on that court must have been such a thrill for those kids. Mm. I'm thinking, that's way cool. Whoever gets to play at Madison Square Garden. That's wild. Now they're going to Houston, and they could feasibly be in the final. Amazing I think they're going to go the whole way. No myself. matter what happens, amazing story. That's awesome. Speaking of uh, sports, so we saw, we saw the Fox. Fox and Friends apparently were set up at, at a Houston sports bar this morning for, for opening day of baseball. It's Houston. It's baseball. Final Four is happening. Of course, Mattress Mac, legendary gambler, shows up on their set. So he gave up. A, he lost like, what, $4 bucks on his Houston Cougars they lost. Yeah, and when he lost, when Houston lost, he took off the Houston Cougar shirt, and underneath he had the Astros shirt on, and well, then he put an Astros hat on. He reveals this morning on the air he has placed a $1.9 million bet for the Astros to go to the World Series. To go, and then he'll have a separate one to win, I'm sure. And he already Almost $2 million. He set the world record for biggest sports bet win last year when they won. That's Remember he amazing. had in a bunch of different casinos? Remember a bunch of different sports books? That's amazing. Ma- it's, but you know what? Just think, if you're the, the Vegas Sports Center, you want him to come to you. Because he loses more than he wins. <laughs> you never hear about the you know, losses, yeah. right? <laughs> Give me your money, Mac. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, what amazes me is he lost $4.3 million on Houston in the NCAA Finals, and he just, like, shrugs it off. Yep. Who loses $4.3 million and just goes, eh, other than maybe an Elon Musk? Got to be able to do it. That's crazy. Mm. Or maybe King Charles. He's on a tour. He and Camilla, they're going around. I don't know. They were in Germany yesterday. 
So he's going through the crowd. He's with the president of Germany and his wife. They're in Berlin. They're shaking hands, walking down the street. Some little kid comes up to him and says, here, King, this is just for you. And it's the Burger King King crown. And he gave it to he gives it to Prince King Charles. And he says, here, he goes, I want you to have this. And Charles goes, thanks. He goes, but I got a couple of my own. You can keep it. But all, and then all of a sudden you see this whole crowd of people put the crown on from Burger King. So all these people had the Burger King King crown on while the king is walking down the street. Great Thank advertising you. for Burger King. It was great. It was now, like, if, oh my God. It would have made it better if the whole crowd broke out in BK. Have it your way. What if that was a good far. sport about it, though? Yeah, he was really good sport about it. Well, he's king, you know. I mean, he can rule. He rules the roost now. It's like they always say: it's good to be king. It is good to be king. You get away with whatever you want. And look at Andrew. He's still complaining that he got downgraded. Got kicked out of his place. He's lucky he's not in jail. I'm surprised they haven't locked him in the dungeon. To be quite honest with you. You know, and when the the inauguration's what a couple of months, right? May, right? Is that what it is? That's going to be know. a big deal. Why did it take so long? I have no. I think be- it was more out of respect for his mother. They didn't want to do it too close to after her funeral. Well, they can't find any performers to show up for this thing. They're getting turned down by everybody. <laughs> They're playing a soundtrack. <laughs> no, no, they are. Because they got nobody to play. Didn't he, even Ed Sheeran wouldn't show up for the King, right? No, but they were all they all had a valid excuse as to why they weren't there. Yeah, they're getting the hair know? done. No, no, they're like on <laughs> pedicure, tour. like they're in Japan or you know, in South Africa. They're they're on tour somewhere else in the world, so they couldn't change it. I'm just saying, it's it's. I felt badly that he didn't have anybody to play. Oh, oh well. <laughs> King has nobody to play with. Oh, gee. Are you going, Jen? Are you going to go to the coronation? I, I, once I get my invitation, sure, I'll right. be there. Yeah, May 6th, be there, be square. Okay. It's a Saturday. I wonder if that's going to... Oh, it's a Saturday? It is, yeah. It's May 6th? Yeah. Oh, it's my nephew's wedding. <laughs> oh, Steve, not even Jen can't go. <laughs> Look at this. Was, well, she has to turn down the king. I was wondering if it was during a weekday, if it was going to be like on, you know, six hours ahead, if they'd be on what we were right. on the air. That would we could cool. make fun of all of them. It's going to be, be wild is what it's going to be. Yeah. That's for sure. Anyway, we're out of here. We will be back tomorrow morning at 6 o'clock. We would love to have you join us. Thanks for listening. Have a great day and take care.